to the GVGB podcast. It's that nigga Mark once again speaking for you right now. I got a uh, couple, I got actually quite, quite a bit of special guests with me today. I got the nigga squad. I got the, feel like I'm at Essence Festival. First off to my left, I got Jermaine, Jay Kelly, Coming in, say what's up to the people. What's up, what's up? Relevant Kelly here. Yeah. <laughs> then I got my boy, Anthony X. Anthony X, let's get it. <laughs> Anthony X. X gang, let's go. X gang. <laughs> AKA Young Don. Man, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> the Young Don. The Young Don is here. Yeah, yeah and then we got our girl, Jesse, the fan favorite. Jesse, go ahead, say what's up. Hi, guys. It's Jess, AKA Jesse. <laughs> Jess, aka Jesse. That's that's real cute. <laughs> we gotta get her intro. We gotta, yeah, no, we gotta get you an intro. She we needs some AKAs. <laughs> no, I heard you guys have AKAs. So I was like, oh, okay, Jesse. Oh fuck. How do you feel now? Nervous all over again, man. <laughs> I grabbed my chair real strong. I thought I was in Summerland all over again. I was nervous. For those of you who are not familiar with the clip just played, that was a scene from Get Out. That motherfucker teacup scene. That shit had me giving me goosebumps, man. <laughs> Jesus Lord, I can't stand that scene when I first saw it. Yeah. Um, anyways, well, we got the uh, Black Allegiance in the house tonight. We're talking about the top five black films of all time. Rosewood. Rosewood. <laughs> We're talking about top five black movies. Um, yeah. Oh, you know what? I just figured it out. Okay. Because I was thinking about my um, uh, my la my fifth pick. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mind you. At least one through four. This Solid. is Yeah. Okay. These are going to be my faves. These okay. are going to be my favorites. But we're each going to go around. We start off with. Uh, let's, let's start, start with number with, five. 
You want to start off with number five? Yeah, let's build it up. Yeah, so I want to build it up. Okay, so number one favorite. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I feel like you. So I got, I got, I got to go first. Yeah, you go, go first, man. You the host. Okay, all right, all right, very good, very good. Okay, so this is what I'm gonna start off with. My top five favorite black film. Okay. Five American Gangster. Okay. Denzel. Wait, let me first start off with that motherfucking soundtrack. Listen, oh. oh my goodness, it was so it was it was too tight almost. I remember when Rock Boys came out. That Dude, shit was fucking yeah. tight. How did you feel when you heard Lost Ones? No, yeah. Lost Ones. Oh was, my god, yeah. that got me. How did you feel when you heard that? That was yeah. tight. It made me feel something. I felt like I really lost one. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's in it's constant rotation. That soundtrack. But is um, and then the movie, man, it was tight. You remember the scene where um, <laughs> that little scene that Idris was in? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He got shot in the head. <laughs> 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 Did you think of the wild all over again? Dude, I was like, shit. Um, I forgot. Uh, I remember Common was one of his little, like yes. his little brothers. Yeah. And I always forget. I always forget this nigga's name, but he's from London, and his name is like it's got hella fucking. Uh, Twelve years. Yeah, you ain't getting it for me. But he's so cold though as an actor. Like he's in a lot of movies, and I always forget. Oh wow, he's Martin Luther King. My favorite movie on this list too. Throw it on. There's gonna be some. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I'm gonna have a top five, and then I'm gonna have the number one overall greatest gold of all goals. But anyways, yeah, no, I love American Gangster. I thought that movie was tight. That his little Puerto Rican uh, wife in that movie was got him bad in trouble. Too. Got him in trouble, got though, him in, man. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so did his cousins too, right? <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. That fur coat got him in trouble. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was the fur coat. That's alpaca. <laughs> you don't rub that shit. You block that shit. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking finger. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that was a fucking good movie, man. Um, oh, Denzel at his best. Number four, I got the wood. The Woods classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't even think about that. age, black story, yeah. No, that was fucking dope. With Stacy. Um, oh, my gosh. Bro, oh can we talk goodness. about the pizza scene? The pizza pie <laughs> thing? My, <laughs> my nigga. <laughs> the last slice. <laughs> oh, my yes. Oh, my goodness. No, there were so many cold balls and shit like that. The, the bed? Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> the bed. Oh, was my funny, gosh. Man. That was, yeah, that's a classic. That's you know, classic. It's, it's like, um, okay, so like you've seen American Pie? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, so like American Pie obviously has, you know, high school kids doing the exact same thing. They all have a bet to see who could smash the first. Yeah. Uh, blah, 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 blah. But it's it's just kind of funny because like when you think of, for us, when we think of that, we go to the wood. Yo, right but away. you know what I mean? Like, but like a white kid may be like, oh yeah, American Pie. Like, that's our, that's you know what I'm saying? Like, that's our American Pie. Even though it came yeah. before. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's our American Pie. It's dope though. Um, what the hell? Oh, number three, I got Don't Be a Menace. Because I love the Wayans Brothers. Yeah, yeah. That I, or Drake I, right. <laughs> I love it. Gotta throw that Some out. Beast toast. <laughs> <laughs> you put hot sauce, sauce on him. And he spit <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh. I was disgusted with Freak, Freak for a while after watching no, that, that was, scene. Yeah, like, that, that was disgusting. disgusting. Oh, that was very, very nasty. It was, you want some cheeseburgers? Uh, <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, and then, then Lope Dog, he was like, all right, man. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. Yeah, yeah, it too much time. Um, number two, I got Training Day. Okay. okay. Oh, my gosh. I did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Training Day. Uh, Training Day, honestly, should just be in a list of just movies in general. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. that movie is oh, yeah. amazing. That movie is fucking awesome. Yeah. Dizzo Washington won his first Day. Oscar. Yeah, yeah, no, seriously. Uh, but should he won for that his first time? John Q should have won, but hey, I digress. Philadelphia should have won. Oh, yeah. 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 Y
Glory was good. Glory was Malcolm X was Malcolm X too. That was way before nineteen ninety two. Before yeah, before training day. No, there was there was quite a bit of Denzel's that could have got the hurricane. Oh my gosh! Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people forget about that movie. That movie was good. Yeah, Hurricane Carter. That was a good movie. Um, but my number one, aside from my real number one, yeah, yeah. My number one is the best man. I've loved this movie so much since I've since I was a kid. Yes, yo, like for real, like best man is so tight to me. Like I love, I'll, I'm already like a fan of romantic comedies. Yeah, yeah. So the only thing to make it better was just a black romantic comedy. Oh. Like that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. the only thing I could have made it tighter. So Morris Chestnut, Terrence Howard, Tay Diggs, that Tay Diggs, that you. nigga from The Matrix. Uh, <laughs> that's his name, by the yeah, way. That's his name. The nigga with the dreads in the Matrix. That's oh, it, it is. What oh it shit! Is. Uh, who who we met? Uh, the one actress, uh, Candy. Oh uh, oh, uh, Regina Regina, Regina Hall. Yeah, oh, we Regina met. Still, she is so beautiful. She is she's beautiful. That's the she's first bad, time bro. I have Damn. ever said someone is like she's beautiful. Hundred wow. percent beautiful. <laughs> Damn. All right, can I tell you all some embarrassing story? Yeah, go ahead. I just saw The Best Man for the first time a couple years ago. I, I kid you not. A couple years I, ago, really? Jermaine, yeah, he got I mad really, at me. Yeah, I, I just saw it for the first time a couple really? years ago. And what'd you Man, think? What'd you it's think? amazing. It's amazing. And then yeah, I saw Best Man Holiday right after. So okay, I didn't have to wait you. like y'all. So, yeah, 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 you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I did. Oh, I did that perfect. You just binged it. You just binged it. It was like nothing. Back to back. Um... No, Best Man Holiday, uh, Best Man Holiday, like Training Day, I put that in a different category of just like just some of the best movies I've ever yeah, seen. Man. I yeah. can watch Best Man Holiday today and I will cry like my my, uh, yeah. my eyes out. Yeah, I love that movie. That movie is so powerful. Um, if you don't know what it is, just I suggest yeah. I highly suggest you go watch it. Best Man Holiday is a really really good movie. A nice holiday movie. It's a Christmas time movie. I fucking love Christmas. Yeah. So it's just it's all around good. But uh, yeah, that first Best Man, I love that movie. Nia Long, yeah man, goodness oh my gosh. gracious, Nia, she, oh. Jesus, man, man. Do you wonder why J Cole wrote Sa about her? Yeah, for real, man. <laughs> yeah, Sinai Lathan when she was young. Oh my gosh, yo, Sinai man, Lathan, like boy, no, man. it was a lot of it was a lot of yeah, it was a lot of bad women in that movie. But yeah, no, I love that movie. Um, but yeah, that was the, the list that I came up with. But what's the real number one? My favorite movie of all time, which I also qualifies for this. Do the right thing, Spike Lee. Oh my gosh. I oh my love gosh. that movie. Yeah. That movie is my favorite movie of all yeah. time. Most people don't know what the fuck that is when I say that's my favorite movie. Yeah. But definitely go Google, do your Googles. No, let's go do whatever the fuck you got to do. But the movie is super, super dope. Super relevant to what's going on. So it was relevant then, it's relevant now. Yeah. Um, Spike, it was like Spike Lee's like. It was his breakthrough movie. It wasn't his first, but it was his breakthrough movie. They got him through. Almost got an mm -hmm. Oscar. Um, just amazing artwork, aesthetic. I love the vibes too because, like, I'm a big like '80s, '90s fan. Yeah. Um, like as far as like the culture, um, hip hop, and all this kind of shit. Um, that was in the essence of it. So it was like right there in its peak in '89. So you, like you the feel, Jordans, the like everything every, about it, I loved it. Boom box, you, you feel like enemy. You, you feel, feel hot watching the movie. Like you no, feel true. what the characters feel. <laughs> like you're getting you're getting angry. It's it's centered all around. It's it's centered around many people's lives on the hottest day in New York City mm -hmm. yep. in the middle of the summer, and and just it's just everyday life, everyday shit, everything that people are going through, but. It just, um, I don't want to give too much away, but it just, um, it just kind of shows everyone's interactions with each other all centered around this one extra hot day. Exactly. And it just, like, yep. it's just great. It's a great, great, great movie. 
Um, I love that's, to add, that's my pick. I'd love to add to that. I mean, you know, Marky went in on it. That's my number five. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, you know, perfect segue. That's yeah. a good segue. Yeah, that's you good. know, so that's my number five. It's, it's, it's everything. It's, you know, it's that black experience being black in New York. Um, it's still so relevant to today with everything that's going on, you know, within the movie. You know, we're not trying to give away too much of these films, but man, like, it's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. That's fact. And that opening... I'm just gonna let oh, y'all know the greatest opening that's of all the time. greatest yeah. opening of all Shout time. Shout out to my girl Rosie, Rosie. Hey. Puerto Rican goddess. Yeah, just, hell yeah. Just understand, <laughs> Rosie Perez and Public Enemy. That's, yeah, that's it. That's yeah, all you yeah, need yeah. to know. It's dynamic. Like it's the. It's, <laughs> just I don't go even watch know it. The yeah. words to say. Just, yeah. just pause. Pause. <laughs> just pause. Just pause it on. And go watch it. <laughs> but make sure you come back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't just watch the movie. They're gonna be gone for the whole time. Forget about it. Who's your number four? Uh, my number four, um, like you, Mark, uh, I love my romantic comedies. You know, I love romance. I especially love, like, black love or just, you know, people of color love. It's sure. love and basketball. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Damn, that's a good I'm pick. I'm surprised so, you didn't mention that. I know, I fucked up. So let, let me go in on it real quick. Yeah, go ahead. So that soundtrack, dopest R&B mm. soundtrack of all time. Oh. You got Maxwell. This woman's word. You know, you you feel every song when it drops. You know, just black movies in general just have those soundtracks, and it's just something legendary about it. That's that's big facts. Um, you know, this is a woman director, a woman of color director. You know, her first out, well, not her first outing, but you know, her first big time outing. You know, that made money, that got great reviews. Omar Epps and I lengthen, mm. you know, shit. You couldn't ask for basketball. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't ask for anything better. It's My like, boy no, Q. Because I love, I love me some fucking basketball, dude. Yeah. Um, Both perspectives, the male and the female, you know, we, we really dive into those characters. And, yeah. you know, yeah, go for it, guys. Something to add to that. I love the way that it ends, too. Almost like, uh, oh kind of like, almost like ironically, where, um, yeah. like, as far as like a society standpoint, you would think that the male, the male character who's like the star basketball player and stuff like that, and has like the NBA, like as a goal, like in a movie in a Hollywood sense, you you're kind of almost expecting for him to be the one that makes That's it to the top yeah. and ends up, you know, whatever. But yeah. his career doesn't go at all what he thought it was going to go. No, it does But it's actually hers that flourishes. Well, you see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. She and, also loved it more. Like, she loved the game more yeah. than Which is kind of crazy because yeah. you would think, like, I, I don't know, like, he had more opportunity. He, his dad was True. playing you for see, Clippers, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, I he do. even, um, I mean, like, he wasn't, um, like, the man or anything like that. He came off the bench, but he ended up making it to the league, and then he blows out his knee. Yeah, and then First that's just dunk. like, and uh, then that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, remember that dunk? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I cringe when I saw it. <laughs> oh, I can't watch like when it. he came because I mean, he was hanging on the rim and yeah. then he came down. Yep. And he's just like, ah! I'm like, no, oh my god. fuck. Because especially in that time, if you tear your knee in the NBA, you're done. That was fucking it. Yeah, <laughs> you're done. Like, there was no repairing that thing. Think about Grant Hill; his whole career yeah. is messed yeah, up. For seriously, a knee like that shit. That shit is all fucked up. But yeah, it's totally that quintessential black experience film. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful movie though. Beautiful, you know. You got, I, 
I know I love that you you went in on that that last like where are they now portion the epilogue of the film. Yeah. But man, I love that last scene between them. You oh know, yeah, the play for my heart. Yeah, play for my oh, heart. My gosh. That's, That's the most, most iconic like, movie. I mean, man, movie I, scenes. I don't yeah. care how <laughs> tough you are. If you don't feel like you about to drop a tear <laughs> for some play for my heart, Aww. come on now. <laughs> I'm gonna be yeah. honest. I do that with all my girls. <laughs> like right before we 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 we, we go our separate ways. You gotta like, know. You gotta play the girl. Like you gotta, you gotta <laughs> pick up this ball. We gotta play one on one. How hard are you playing her though? You crossing her up? Man, I'm trying to dunk on her. <laughs> you have to. You I, can't, to I now. can't even dunk, but I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to dunk today. You have to be like Quincy. <laughs> you have to be like Quincy. I have at to that be cute. I have to be. Oh, that's funny. But oh, what's uh, number three? What you got? Uh, number three is Friday. Oh, wow. nice! Uh, you know, nice, it's F, nice. You know, it's F. It's F. <laughs> Gary Gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great film. That was his introduction, wasn't yeah, it? That's what, was uh, his first uh, first movie. Yes, right? first movie. Because he was doing music videos before. Exactly. You know um, what? He, I think he did uh, California Love. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was all into that West Coast hip hop around that time. He was from LA too. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, Cube, Cube actually got him because of that. Yeah, um, because of music videos. That's true. But yeah, Ice Cube co-write with DJ Pooh. I mean, that's DJ Pooh is is smoky. You know? <laughs> <laughs> during his drug dealer days. And yeah. I mean, if you guys don't know who DJ Pooh is, you know, check. Go him Google out. him. I bet uh, you. Th- no, but I bet you though. Like as soon as they Google the picture. Cause uh-huh. like you see what I'm yeah. saying? They'll they'll get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not gonna let. We're, we're, just go do your Googles <laughs> and then be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. okay, 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 okay. But we're not gonna we're not gonna let you know. We're not gonna let you know. But um, yeah, I go mean, ahead. just the endless quotes and rewatchability. Yes, yeah. it's, it's phenomenal. You know, you always just. It's so quotable, you know. That's fact. Damn, you got knocked the fuck out when uh, when uh, Smokey <laughs> goes in on uh, on Craig about not having any sugar in the fucking house. <laughs> 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 you know what? You got ham, no burger, burger. <laughs> peanut butter, no jelly. jelly. <laughs> you got Kool Aid, no sugar. <laughs> like, oh yeah. yeah, no, that's classic. That's you know Debo, you know. <laughs> Classic, man. It's one more quote you gotta say. It's, it's, <laughs> it's one more quote. What's that last quote, Jermaine? <laughs> what, you really want? <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Yeah, Bye, Felicia. Come on, I mean, you get it from that movie. Yeah, I mean, white people have been saying it wrong for the <laughs> oh past, God. what, three yeah, years? Yeah, as well have died. No, a lot, of, a lot of people don't even know what that means. Yeah. Like, people have made it like their license plate yeah. and like their IG handles and shit like that. Oh have gosh. no idea what that from. They don't. How, what the context is. like they didn't even know who said it they just you know what but they felt real tough when they saw NWA yeah they were like oh that's where that shit from they're like oh and they, 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 oh, they still fucking I get it now I get it <laughs> oh yeah it's from uh, straight out of Compton movie yeah the fuck out of here um no that's funny man but yeah you know that, that's that great black comedy um it shows the lightheartedness of you know, being in the hood. Sure. You know, I think all of us grew up in an area like that. Oh but also, gosh, like, yeah. um, what what was also cool about it is, like, um, I think that, like you said, like, it was a very lighthearted kind of, like, view of it. But it was also, like, don't fuck up also. Yeah. Like, if you, yeah. if you, like, going out here and just kind of, like, being a little bit too loose with your shit, you know what I mean? Like, trying to deal for somebody and thinking, like, oh, like, I'm going to get them the money and all this kind of shit. He will come and get oh, your ass. Worms. Like that's exactly. you don't fuck coming. around with like certain people <laughs> and stuff like that. And even though like um, I don't know, it was just like it was kind of like a, a good side of um, uh, of opposite sides of the spectrum. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like on how how like people's lives can go. Like if you go this way, you can end up dealing with this kind of people. But if you go this way, you can still have 
like you can still be in that hood, but you'll still have like a strong, you know, like core and black family and stuff like this, and exactly. you know, like exactly. pushing you to do a job, get a job, job pushing you to fight, exactly. you know, with your own hands and not like copping out and getting a gun and shit like that. And yeah. well, yeah, and the thing I like about it is even though it's a comedy, you still have the the dangers of being a hood. Like you still felt the danger. Like exactly, it, it's still the drive bys happening. It's still yeah. him pulling the gun out of his drawer. Like you, you never knew where the danger was coming. So yeah, yeah Friday. I mean, it's a perfect bet. It's a perfect movie. And That's fast. Yeah, you know, you have his dad who's. Just just that strong black male, you know, figure in his life. He's there and he's, you know, he's trying to guide his son through it. You know, fight with your fist, like Mark said. Um, you know, be a man, you know, do this on your own. You need a job, you know, but he's funny and, yeah. and the whole time doing it. So um, that's what I, um, I'm going to just touch on that real quick. What I thought is, what I always think is dope is like, and this is kind of like how I feel about my own parents. My parents are funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, they're yeah. cool. Like, they've always been, like, they've been on me, but it wasn't like they were, like, walking around with sticks up their ass. You know what I mean? Exactly, like, exactly. they were, you know, they would talk to me and stuff like that. And, like, of course, like, we would get annoyed. Of course, we would have, like, fights and be like, oh, I'm not fucking with you right now and all that kind of shit. But when it comes down to, like, real ass moments, like, him walking in and Craig has a gun in his hand. Exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, okay, playtime's over right now. Like, I'm going to speak to you man to man and I need to I need to make sure that you get this message. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, exactly. And that's why, that's why I, um, it's kind of like an underrated kind of thought because I feel like it's real easy to just be like, oh yeah, Craig's daddy, the wild dude with the crazy eyes. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, you Brothers. always yeah. in the fridge when, that, you know, like I always, you know, shit like that. But it's like, I want to eat some chili remember stuff. too, like when shit got real, he was, he was a father. Exactly. You see exactly. what I'm saying? Yep. So it, it, that kind of like takes me back to like my own parents and shit like that. Like, you know, like that's just what being a good parent is all about. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Number two. Yeah, I mean, I have nothing else to say about that one. Uh, all, also takes place in one whole day. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty, all, just phenomenal. That's like, one Friday. <laughs> one Friday. Just uh, what you got for number two? Number two, um, Denzel Washington, Malcolm X. Oh, yeah. Spike Lee, another Spike Lee another joint. Another Spike Lee joint. Spike um, Lee all over this. 40 movie. Acres and a Mule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody's uh, wearing a hat yeah, for a long exactly. time in the 90s. Oh, yeah. yeah you got to have that X hat. I still have mine. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, um, just important. Um, based off of the autobiography of Malcolm X, um, it goes through his life, you know, we get to actually see him become Malcolm, become, you know, X when he, uh, what's it, the Church of uh, Islam? Uh, Nation of Islam. Yeah, when he actually uh, goes into it and, you know, he becomes Malcolm X and then we see him when he gets to Mecca and, you know, he changes his whole views. We People actually start to see that Malcolm X isn't violent. Yeah. He was just misunderstood from the media, from white people. Um, he changed his ways. He started to see us all as one people and we are all from God. Yeah. And I love that about that movie. Um, so powerful. Nelson Mandela does a, you know, an outro in it. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, Nelson Mandela does an outro in it. Mm -hmm. uh, there's so many other people. It's great cast. Uh, powerful. Yeah. And that iconic scene of him just pe peeking out the window. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, it's it's just there. Who doesn't have that picture in her room? Right? No, seriously, Auto, yeah, yeah. Autobahn ballroom. That scene is whoo. That 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 scene made me cry, dude. Yeah. When I was little, because like I didn't know, uh, Malcolm X was always somebody that 
you like obviously in our household we would just hear about like Malcolm X this, Malcolm X that, stuff like that. But um, when I was very little, I didn't really know. Like I knew that he was important, and I knew that it was like a MLK type figure. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like. Like when I'm five, it's not like I'm reading history books yet. You know yeah, what I mean? Like right. school's real simple at that time. You know what I mean? And school uh, doesn't teach you about Malcolm X either. No, no definitely no. not in kindergarten. No, so, no. Um, so it wasn't until the movie. I actually saw the movie before we started to get into those topics in school. So yeah. I saw the movie and then I'm like, oh shit, like this is what happened. Like this is who this nigga is. Like this yeah. is kind of crazy. Like this is kind of wild. You know it, what I mean? And yeah. I, I remember my grandma really wanted me to watch that movie too. So um that was where like i first got the exposure of who even malcolm x was right so it's kind of like um like stuff like that's that's why like how you said like the movie's important oh yeah it was important for like a generation like us like that movie was yeah. in 92 we were yeah, born in 92 we was born exactly so like if anything if we're going to like be influenced by anything about that particular person it's going to be from that you see what I'm saying? Like, they made that movie in our generation, so that's what we're going to watch and look to, you know what I mean? And you still kind of look for him, like, for guidance. It's, it's yeah. Oh, like, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, definitely. for sure. And that movie was just so important to, like, the way you, you, you see yourself in this world. Like, you can, you can grow, you can change, you can evolve, but you never know what can happen. And the yeah. danger we talked about on Friday, you felt that same danger in Malcolm X, even though, and not even just from the white man, you know, you felt it from your his own, own. Your exactly. Own. That movie, oh my gosh, yeah. I wanted Just, to cry. Yes. I did cry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. Because it's like, you know how you get like sucked up in a movie? Yeah. And then like, I remember also like, this actually happened to me with Martin Luther King. I don't know if you remember, they used to have this movie called, I think it was called, it was like My Day with the King or something like cartoon? that. The cartoon. Yeah, I remember, I, and I remember, I remember yeah, watching I that. That, too. that was like, I was in like second, third grade. Yep. Yeah. I remember that. And I remember like, Again, I know about Martin Luther King, but like I'm like, oh, like he I just assumed that he would be alive. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I was just like, oh yeah, like he had the the speech and da 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 da. I'm like, oh okay, cool. He's an old man. And then, like I'm watching the movie and I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? Wait. <laughs> hey, what, what happened? Are you yeah. <laughs> Who told me this? <laughs> and I'm like, I got really sad cuz I was like, wait, he's dead? Yeah. And I remember being disappointed and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, what? Is and then, like, and then you have that talk where, like, my teacher has to tell me and my parents have to tell me, like, this is what happened and blah, 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 blah. This is why it happened. And I'm like, oh, fuck, man. Yeah. Like, they got my nigga. I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I felt sad. Like, I, I felt legit sad. Like, watching those movies, like, I was like, oh. Because, like, when you're young, you don't know any better. You don't, you you, don't really and it, You know, it. like, we weren't around, like, so we wouldn't necessarily know the story. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. My mom made me read all this stuff in elementary school, not oh, gonna what? lie, so, yeah. yeah dude, I, was, I was set up for the disappointment, same guys. <laughs> I was like, I was ready man. for it. Uh, same with my parents. You know, yeah. I still have the, the unedited version of the Malcolm X uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, me too. you know, those have been removed completely from libraries. That's crazy. It's really crazy. Um, didn't they put it in the Library of Congress, the movie, I think just recently? I'm not sure. So, it's, yeah, it's history. That's right, Go out there three and a half hours or something like that. <laughs> it's if you long. Got the time, it's it's very that's, long. You know, it, but it's worth it, though. Like, um, it's, it. there's too much to not. Like have a three and a half hour movie. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. The whole you know, book. I mean the book. Yeah. Exact, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that book is thick. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. yeah. Um, who's your number one? 
Number one, Moonlight came out two years wow. ago. Wow. Yeah. Still haven't seen it. Okay. Oh my, Mark. Fuck. So Mark. We, we gonna it's have good. we're having movie nights. We're having yeah. movie nights, guys. Um, no, I'm really with I'm really with the shits. I, and I got I'm, the movie. I'm officially doing a GVGB invite to a screening of Moonlight at Bassoni. Let's Y'all do trying it. to watch Moonlight. Let's let's do it. Yeah, let's it's do one it. of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Fuck, I yeah. See it. Oh, just I mean, three acts, three different a- actors playing this one character. Mm. It's just beautiful. The way we see black skin on film, yeah, it's like nothing else. You know, the way light hits us. You know, it it really shows how beautiful we are as a people. Sure, and how all the different shades of us. You know, we are black. You know. I know, you know, you're mixed. I'm yeah. mixed as well, so... Yeah. I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta throw that out there. I'm oh, full. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <Surprise>. but... <laughs> but, you know, you, you know, your dad, you know, saw your mom and was like, you know, damn, that's a beautiful black woman. Yeah, 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 you know, of course. Of course. You know, my, my dad, you yeah. know, being a dark black man, saw my mom, who's this light skin, you know, as light as Jesse, mm-hmm. you know saw her and was like, that's a beautiful woman, her being mixed. So I just think it's important uh, for for black men how it shows just care and love. And man, uh, what's his name, Jamarion? Uh, who won for supporting actor for it? Uh, oh my gosh. Oh, our boy. No. Um, our boy. Uh, Remy? Remy. What's up, boys? <laughs> yeah, Mahmoud. 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 Ali. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there we go. There we Marshall go. Ali. You know, Remy. black oh. people are so funny. We only know that. We only know niggas by their character. Yeah. Name. Remy, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Remy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's. N- I don't know. I, I can't. I can't sell this more to you. It's. Yeah. The soundtrack is beautiful. Uh, Barry Jenkins, you know, he's yeah. got his his next uh, film coming out. If um, if uh, Bill Street could talk, okay. A James Baldwin. James Baldwin, Baldwin um, book. book. Yeah. Um, definitely check that out. Love story. It's yeah. I'm gonna have to watch it for sure because like I I remember it. Uh, we <laughs> actually like when the uh, trailer dropped. It was me, Justin, and Jamari that were like, "Hey, nigga, we gotta go see this." Yeah, like, this man. is tight. We, yeah. I remember seeing the trailer. We were like, "Yo, this is this is dope." Like, like, yeah, yeah, this is this is so dope. So uh, I just never caught it. Like, yeah, dude. The it's... closest thing I got to it was the Jay Z song on Four Four Four. We even when we win, La La Land. Even when we win, we gonna lose. That's the perfect part <laughs> right now. That's the perfect. <laughs> That's tight. Oh man, shit. The opening song, yeah. you know. Every nigga is a star. It opens with that, yeah. yeah. Nice. And it that's just nice. lets you know the movie's about to be tight. You yeah, just like, know it. Uh, yes. No, that's so, nice. That's nice. I'm going to have to watch it, though. I'm going to have yeah, to watch no, it. No, we're going to have a movie night. Movie we're, night. We're going to watch that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could have so many honorable mentions. There's no. So many black this, films, this, but... We'll do Jamarion's first and then, because like, I wrote a couple. Like I was like, oh, you know what? We didn't. No one said this one, so like... You go, you I'm go about ahead. to say so. Let's go. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's go. Let's I am go, so go, excited. Go, I've been go, waiting for this. I'm sorry. What's your What's your number five? Pick? Number five, John Singleton. Mm. Okay. Boys okay. in the hood. Yes. Okay. I, I mean, I, yeah, boys in the hood. I mean, you just get a glimpse of where things can go if you take that wrong step. Like, yeah. I mean, you got Doughboy. You, I mean, because <laughs> yeah. like, that movie just it inspired you. <laughs> like, it it makes you want to get out. You want to yeah. you want to go to. Howard, you want to go to all these HBCUs, but like you never know what can happen from a day by day. I mean, I almost cried when Ricky got when Ricky, Ricky got shot. shot. I mean, it, it almost brought me down. <laughs> but he knew better. He should have zigzagged. You know, <laughs> no, 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 Don't blame the victim, man. I was like, even though like, like 
before memes, like that, that used to be like a sad moment. But yeah. now in 2018, like we all laugh. I know that's I was like that nigga should have did it. Brought him down. Come on, nigga. Do a post round, like, nigga. Better juke, nigga. You better he do back. He can't dodge the bullets. <laughs> he over here looking like Jimmy. <laughs> he trying to power old a bullet, nigga. No, you can't do that. Nigga. How is he gonna make it to the NFL? You better <laughs> sweep, boy. You better do something, boy. But no, that movie. I mean. Oh my gosh! Like that movie is still just hits my heart. Like, yeah. Do you think Cuba is that is that quintessential black actor for us? No, no, I don't. Uh, I don't. <laughs> he lost uh, that juice. He he lost, but <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, at that, that time, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I guess you would say at that time, but like, I guess it fades you, away. I mean, I, I I feel like it was more. That Lawrence Fishburne moments. Though. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Those true. Moments. Yeah, He's wow. Strong black dad. Yeah, yeah. Strong, strong black, black dad. dad. Who loves you and like isn't afraid to give you that tough love. Because mm-hmm. like if he doesn't give you that tough love, you can die. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's those are the stakes. And that like imagine how scary that is for like a parent. Yeah. Of, like a like even to now, like even now, like imagine how scared her moms are that like you can just go out and you won't come back home. Like yeah. that's I mean, that's a that's the fear that Lawrence Fishburne's character had, and I mean, it was it was just powerful to see. Yeah, it's powerful stuff. That's Shit. crazy. I mean, even his mom, you know, yeah. his, his mom decides to drop him off with his dad at a young age and saying, "You need a man in your life. I yeah. can't raise a man." Just because that's how it's that fear. It's that fear of being a black parent all over again. Like you don't want to lose your son. This is what's necessary. You know. Sure. Exactly. Number four. <clears throat> You heard it on the opening uh, <laughs> sequence. Get out. Yeah. Get out. That movie, oh my gosh, when I saw that for the first time, yeah. I, I, I left the theaters like, like I'm scared of white people right now. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I scared? am scared of white people. Like, <laughs> you scared of whites. You scared of tea. Exactly. Scared of- <laughs> I didn't want to stop drinking no more. I stopped for a while. Tea. I did. I'm scared of motherfuckers running. Like, what the fuck? Where are you going? Because if you think about it, high school. We always around the Summerlin area. And if you don't know, like the Summerlin area, that's like the affluent part of Las Vegas. Yeah. I mean, that could have happened to us. I mean, we were all some athletic brothers. I mean, we could have got, got souped up. We could have been we could have been serving them bread. body snatch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> souped up and body snatch real quick. And it was it was oh, crazy man. because I didn't expect that turn. But I did, but this is what I'll tell you guys. I did know that the girlfriend was gonna be evil. I didn't so, trust her. I, I never so, trusted her. That's so crazy, dude. Did you trust her? Dude, I, I honestly, I was watching the whole thing. I had no idea where it was going. Oh, man. Like, I, what I, honestly, what I thought was, like, they were going to do, um, I thought, okay, I thought she was going to pretty much, like, represent, like, like. The white consciousness. The, the white the hero. Good, the good whites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are like, good white people. And I thought, like, I thought that, um, I thought that they were going to go more at a, um, kind of like, um. Like how she would have to kind of like have to turn against her parents, yeah. Because okay. like they had like that disagreement and like the way that they view things, which happens, yeah, quite a bit. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, you know, your parents' old school way of thinking or whatever the fuck may not necessarily be how you rock, and you are almost like torn in between. Fuck, like, do I go with like the relationship <laughs> or do I kind of like? Stay well, with this my, parents is my family, ways. you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it's a tough decision. But can um, I, I mean, can I interject on that? No. Like, well, that's where I thought it was going. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, I totally get that. Um, but how I see it is like I'm tired of seeing that white savior. 
Oh my god. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. heck yeah. So like in the back of my mind, I'm like, Jordan please don't Pill, let this happen. Nah. Yeah, oh, like put, he wasn't gonna do about it. To <laughs> this, you know, I, I, I didn't see that at all. I should have yeah. I should have thought about well, it like that. I didn't you even can't, see it. I have like an inherent tr- uh, mistrust of white women already. So I mean it's just it's just Mark's like no one's gonna listen ever again. That's a whole nother podcast. I'm a black man in America, okay? This is how I feel. But no, like it was just like you LeVar Ball. <laughs> he said, stay in your lane. Never lost. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but no, man, I mean, I like, I, I liked, like Jermaine said, I didn't want to see the white savior. I still haven't seen The Help. I still haven't seen Blind Side. I mean, yeah, I'm no, I would never what? see those movies. That's I don't, I don't like watching movies with white savers. They're not, they're not, they're not funny. It's a good movie. No, nope, I've never <laughs> watched it. Those are great movies. movies. All right, no, number three. This Blind is, Side was cool, but The Help is tight. I can't, the I can't. Eat my shit. Yeah, <laughs> can't watch it. Crazy. Still haven't Crushes. watched it. Never <laughs> <laughs> can't stop. Never lost. All right, number three is going to shock everybody. No, no, no. Number three is going to shock everybody. No. Baby boy number no. three. No. Baby boy is number three. Oh, it was, it, it was topped. It was topped. I saw two movies that I had to put over it. Oh my! What? It hurts me. That's, that's it hurts me. me. Let me. Let me. Let's let's understand this really quick, okay? Jamarion saw Baby Boy <laughs> when what, what was it? Our our Man. seventh eighth grade year. Well, no, that's just the time I watched it every day for a month. Yeah. I, <laughs> he watched I, it literally for a month straight. He knows it. He knows it frontwards, backwards. He could start in the middle. Yeah, and pick it up. And I know it up. This is what I'll tell you guys. Everyone clowns baby boy. They clown it. They clown it. They don't think it's that good. It's poetic. Cinema. Let's get serious for a second. Look, my first movie that I said, number five, Boys in the Hood. Youngest director ever. Yeah. Number tw- he was 23 years old, fresh student out of U- USC. He made Boys in the Hood. John Singleton. Yep. He also made Baby Boy. Yep. Do you guys think that he lost a step? Yeah. Th- no, a this big, movie. No, no. You didn't. <laughs> a big one. Baby Boy, if you if you really look at it, I mean, the metaphors that it opens up. I mean, if you think about Jody, he's in this house. He's in his grandmother's house. And the house represents the womb. Yep. The outside world represents the outside world, obviously. The, the house is even painted pink. The walls are painted pink. pink. This, is, this is where he develops. This is how he develops to be the man to go into the outside world. Yes. Baby Boy is one of the greatest movies ever in cinema history. I, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, this is not hyperbole. This is Look, true. This I, is true. I understand where you're coming from, but I can't take the movie serious when you got Bing Rain's butt naked in the kitchen. <laughs> he was making breakfast. Man. He was making breakfast. I can't do it, man. You want some Kool-Aid? <laughs> Mama, I love that movie so much, no. man. I, I love Baby Boy. Not so okay, so if, if that house is the womb, so then when Ving Rhames is choking Jody out, he's the umbilical cord. Yeah, <laughs> that's him developing. All right, you gotta you gotta have struggle. The movie opens up with a poem with with like statistics yeah. saying how a black man. What does he call his? What does he call his house? His crib. Like it's just showing how a black man in America is in. The infant, the like a baby, the baby stage until yeah, yeah, yeah. they get out into the world and they develop to be a man. It's just it's showing how you know black men might mature at a different rate rate than their white counterparts. It's a beautiful movie, and it's, I I, it's, I think it's that not bad. if you guys watch it every day for a month, you guys will see this. As well. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm gonna see and a whole lot of Green Dog in it. You got Rodney. You got you got P. 
Come yeah, on, man. This movie is amazing. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, Snoop Dogg in that movie scared the shit out of me. See? I was fucking terrified I, of Snoop I bet Dogg you, in that movie. I bet you wouldn't go to Watts, well, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck no. I wouldn't go to Watts even if they didn't make Baby Boy. <laughs> Nobody going. Oh, my goodness. When he pulled up in that car and rolled down that when window? Was, that, oh, my goodness. That is literally the scariest thing that yeah, I've ever man. seen in my life. That shit was scary. He thought man. it was Yvette, man. Oh, my gosh. Fuck. But think about that moment. Like, he thought he was hit. Like, yeah, he... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie, like, I mean, I know I keep bringing it up, but, like, just the, the danger in each of these movies are, like, yeah. kind of terrifying. It's yeah, no, and it, it, it all plays it really into a black scary. movie. Yeah. It, is, it really is scary. I mean, I feel like we've we've hit a lot of danger in all the movies we talked yeah. about. Uh, every, everyone has one, danger in it. Yeah, even yeah. Best Man. Even Best, best Man. man. Morris <laughs> Chestnut had him over the roof. He was, <laughs> to, he, was, he was about to drop him. It was almost he was it for him. He was about yeah. to kill him. Should have dropped him. No, I'm yeah. sorry. I don't want to say that. Damn, you would have dropped me, bro. I you go over like this. All right, Pete. I wouldn't have done that. That's messy. What, what's right. your, number, what's your number two? I'll tell you what replaced it. Okay. Oh, my God. Moonlight. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Moonlight, like, that, I'm telling that was, you guys. That, that, that tells me it, that Moonlight was real It good. was a powerful movie. That, it was that, a, that it, tells me that I need to see that. I know. I need to add. Yeah, yeah. So just to all the, uh, the listeners, sorry. All the listeners, I'm, I write screenplays. I, I love writing. Mm. I study this stuff. I love film. When I left that movie theater, I said... I'm never going to write anything like this. I might as well stop. Wow. That's how, that's how crazy this movie was. I'm like, why, why am I even a writer? I can't never write anything like this. What's the point? I, 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 Everything was so intricate. It was like being in Miami again. It was just crazy, you know, to see that side because of what you guys see of Miami and film and television and whatnot is not Miami. It's just, it isn't. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's that and the fact that like... How can you get into a character's world this deeply and make me care about this character so much and take me through his whole life? That's crazy. And 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 you love this character. You mm-hmm. grow with him. You you're happy when he's happy. You're sad when he's sad. You cry when he cry. I mean, I I don't know. Like this movie was so powerful, yeah. and it it can probably like I know it's number two on my list, but. It can easily be number one. Be number one. Like the only reason it's not number one is because the next film made me feel something so special yeah. that even Moonlight didn't make me feel. But Moonlight, I mean, it was it was good. amazing. It it's like that good. yeah, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen in my Damn. life. Like I, I want to meet Barry Jenkins and just shake his hand. Like that. This is that's wild. <laughs> Shit, bro. I got to meet him. It, it, it's like wild, it made me want to just stop writing for a while. Like I, I can never. I, I don't even now. I don't know if I'll ever write anything like that. I, I can I can practice for fifty years and I don't know like that was it was it was crazy damn it was it made crazy you drop your pen yeah, <laughs> yeah. basically man I, can't do this. I closed my laptop I said what no, like, what am I supposed <laughs> to do now <laughs> I no, might as well, well find a new career <laughs> but no and um, the number number one? number one movie uh, man this movie made me feel so special I gotta I gotta. This movie made me oh feel special. Oh my god! I think I, I know when, when it, it when it came out, oh it was such a, like an epic moment for me. It was an epic moment for everyone. I thought. I mean, it wasn't on anyone else's list. I, I don't know. know. I know what it is. Black Panther. I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't oh, believe I it wasn't it. on anybody's list. It. Black Panther made me feel so. Uh, man, w- when we said the Pledge of Allegiance after Black Panther came out, I had the Wakandan flag <laughs> on my computer desk, and 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 I would put my hand over my heart to the Wakandan flag. It, it was it was beautiful. Just because you get the dynamic between Killmonger, you care about Killmonger, you you root for his cause, but you also love T'Challa, and like it's just the struggle of like yeah. both of these guys might be right. Yeah, 
and it, what to do? Is it not that that um, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X? Yeah, you got the dynamic. You definitely got that dynamic. Here's another underrated thing that people don't know. Um, for people that um, that may say that things have gotten a little bit too political, um, like things such as like comic book movies and stuff like that, um, a lot of people don't realize that comic books take their um, they take their their stories. And they take they get inspiration from everyday real life things. Mm -hmm. yep. Uh, yep. Captain America being an obvious one. Captain yeah. America's <laughs> first issue is him punching out Hitler. That's the most That's, political it was, thing you can it get. Was, yeah. yeah, exactly. It was made during World War II. Exactly. And it was like that's where they got that, you know, like story from. Exactly. Um like how you were just saying, like uh, the Malcolm X and the Martin Luther King Jr. uh characters. A lot of people don't know that Magnet from the X-Men, Magneto and Dr. X, Charles Xavier, they represented those two characters. Yep. Yeah. Professor X being yeah. a peaceful pacifist, not really wanting to um, use violence as a way of trying to getting and pushing his point. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like he was just he was the peaceful brother. Yep. Yeah. And Magneto understanding that they're not going to um, they're not. We're, we basically are They're not, not in a position you. to earn respect. Exactly. We have to fight for it. Yeah. And he's willing to go wherever and whenever and fight for justice, see fit. And if I got to throw down, I got to throw down. Yep. So, um, and if some people have to die in the, on the way, then it's part of the process. And then that's part of the process. Like yeah. that's the blood that has to be shed because we've already, we've already had bloodshed on our side to get to this point for our cause. If someone else has to die, then so be it. You see what I'm saying? True. It, so yeah. it's funny, 100%. like, um, uh, I think that the the casual viewer will look at Black Panther and be like, oh, well, finally they're starting to get this kind of messaging through Marvel. It's like, no, 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 no. It's always been there. It, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, You're it's 100%. always been something that's been part of the discussion. It's always been a part of characters. And if you really look at it and you get past, like, the theatrics of it, the colors and the powers and all this kind of shit. Yeah. It's always really been in there, and uh, that's what makes Black, a Black Panther movie so important. And to piggyback off what you said about Magneto and uh, Dr. Xavier, I mean, um, in this struggle, like, Magneto, he never wants to hide his power. No. He, he's no. like, he's yeah. like, this is our power. We need to show it. And um, and that's what I feel from Killmonger as well. Like yeah. he doesn't want to hide the power of Wakanda. what we can do. This yeah. is what this this is who we are. We mm -hmm. need to show this, and we need to stop hiding it. And and that's what I in all these movies, I always root for the character who's not afraid to show his power. Yeah. Uh, if you think of um, Fantastic Beast, that's the one that's coming out now. Oh. I mean, you have that same <laughs> <laughs> you have you have that same dynamic. Mm -hmm. Between Gwendolyn Wall, I'm probably saying that wrong, and Dumbledore, you have yeah. that same dynamic of yeah. someone who's not afraid to show his power. This is who we are. Why are we hiding this for them? Why? Yeah. And then you have um, Dumbledore, who's like, no, there's a better way. And and I mean, I don't know. Like, I always root for the character who's not. And T'Challa was the first one to kind of make me realize maybe there is a bigger picture. But then also, Killmonger's right about this. I yeah. mean, it, it, that's such a powerful movie, and. Uh, uh, it, it made it replaced Baby Boy as my as my number <laughs> one. The last two years has yeah, been like, crazy for you. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, it's been a wild ride. It's been a wild ride. I, I don't. Yeah, man. I lost my whole identity because this Baby Boy thing was. This is my my hill to die on. But yeah. no, like uh, Moonlight and uh, Black Panther. I mean, those movies made me see the black experience a little different. 
it, it, it just it flipped my world upside down, and uh, that's why those movies are probably one A, one B. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I will tell you um, something about um, Black Panther that I thought was real dope. Um, there was there was a couple things that um, that I liked about the ending that that made it it. It's real easy for movies to have um, protagonists and antagonists black and white. Yeah. And when you have complex issues, ultimately they try to uh, they try to pit them against each other, and then they end up like having an ultimate winner and then a loser, right? Yeah. Yep. But when there's things that like I, I just feel like that doesn't work. Like, and it it really it's not very realistic. So what I liked about the ending was that there was a lot of gray area there. So yeah. with all of Killmonger's points, and even though T'Challa was trying to get him to see a different way of the way that he of the way of tradition that his father had taught him and all this kind of stuff, he ends up taking something from Killmonger's exactly. point. Yep. yep. You see what I'm saying? Hundred percent. And like going forward. He's going to do his best, and that's why um, that's why I didn't like a lot of people shitting on T'Challa, was because like I felt like he was being a better king than his yeah. father was ultimately, oh, yeah. because he was able to listen to the opposition. Mm-hmm. One, not even want to kill him. Don't forget no, that. Like he didn't want him to die, and then also in his death, actually take uh, like almost like his most important point. With him and like ha- almost have it live on through a legacy. Yeah, and and that's what um, made him such a great character is because like, you, usually in the movies you kill the bad guy that's it. He, exactly. Every point and was it, bad. And then it's like everything that he was about, everything that he stood for is done because exactly that like um, it's the symbolism in his death. Everything that he was is it's, now gone. Is dead. And then whatever lived on is that's what you carry on with. You know what I mean? Like as as a as a viewer, the but audience he, goes with oh he won so. I guess his point one. You know what I mean? Like I his argument one. It's like no, it's not that simple. You see what I'm saying? A part and of him was is still remaining in T'Challa, and he and he took up his cross, and he's like, absolutely. hey, you're right. Yeah. I'm gonna go to the same project that you know you're in when we first saw you in a movie. Absolutely. And I'm gonna I'm gonna try to bring forth some kind of change, and I, I think that's so important. It, it was finally sorry. Oh, no, you're it fine. was that it was finally that unity between. Africans and blacks. Oh, that's the point I didn't even think about. Yeah, that's that's what I loved about that moment. Yeah. It was it was Africa seeing blacks in America finally as like, oh, you guys did go through a lot. You guys yeah. have been going through a lot. You're still going through so much, and you know, yeah, Africa has been raped for centuries, but it, it's just amazing to finally get that person, that African person, that sees it like. Oh shit! We are in this together. We sure. are still one people. And it's, and it's quite different. Like the the experience is quite different. Oh, it's yeah. struggles the same. Like the struggles like the, totally the same. there's a struggle nonetheless, mm-hmm. but it's very very different experience. Yeah. So it's it was kind of cool seeing those worlds merge and clash, and like it's almost like as if Killmonger came up in that Black American way, and the way his way of did. thinking and the way of doing things was that Black American way. Yeah. He was like, "Yo, we gotta burn some shit down, then we gotta burn some shit down." He, well, he did, and exactly, you see what I'm saying? Like he's from Oakland, like yeah. he's born and raised. And, and, and think Black of another Panther. group, was, Black Panthers. And then he, the he, Black Panthers are originated out of Oakland. I mean, that's you see what I'm just, saying? Yeah, and like, exactly. there's that they started it. In the yeah. There's <laughs> that symbolism all together again. You know what I mean? Like it's just kind of like crazy. Um, that's again, 
all of these are points to why the movie was dope. It's and amazing. it's more than, again, it's just more than just a superhero, a superhero movie. It's what it uh, like represents. You it know means I mean? more to me. Like that movie meant so much to me. It made Work. me. It made me feel, wow. Because with the thing that Jermaine touched on with African versus African American, I mean, you we lost our culture. I don't know my culture. I don't know what tribe I would have been from. I don't know what they ate. I don't know what they would have worn. But you know, T'Challa knew that. So yeah. I feel like Killmonger's like, bro, you have all these, this thing around you. You're from this powerful nation. You know your culture. You know who you are. Yeah. Where I'm from, people don't know this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was just such a powerful point. And uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm happy you, to make that movie. My I mean, I, I hate to keep going on about it, but it's just such a great movie. Would you say that that experience, like we're lost in a sense, that we're still trying to find ourselves as, you know, blacks in america oh yeah black american yeah we're trying to figure out what what is this about i mean the thing that like what's our culture because who are we you know like who who are we i don't don't know like the the other the other like uh uh like i I would say immigrants who come to america they come with their culture they they have some identity when they come here they know uh, what their grandparents ate. They know what their grandparents did. They know what their language is. Like, think of how powerful a language is, how sure. important that is to a person. I mean, and then Jessica you strip that away. Yeah. yeah, you strip that away. Like, Jessica, what if you what if you never even knew Spanish? Like, you never even knew you would have spoken Spanish. I mean, that's well, it, it's part of your identity. So there's actually, like, a controversy, well, kind of a controversy with Spanish because Spanish is Spain. Like, yeah. You know? So that's not necessarily the language of, like, True. Yeah, there's like true. a lot yeah. to it, you know, but for a lot of people, it is important for them to see Spanish. But touching on what you guys are saying, um, I remember, I think it was a few weeks ago, I was texting you guys and I, I sent you guys a screenshot of a conversation that happened on Twitter where someone was talking about, I think it was Somalia or Kenya, I don't remember. And then yeah. you guys mentioned, <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. And I was so ignorant to it because to, I these are things that... And I'm sure I'm not the only one. There's a lot of people who I know that don't know about the, you know, like Africa versus, Af- not versus, but, you know, African-American. Yeah. So I think it's very important that you guys are touching on this t- on this subject because a lot of people are ignorant to it. Yeah. I wouldn't have known this had I not seen that, you know, True. had I not asked you guys about it. It's like, it's good to be educated on these things because there's a lot we don't know. We just look at it like well what do you mean you know yeah Yeah, you know like (laughs) we're ignorant you know and so i think it's really important and i think it's great that you guys are touching on this because anybody listening who doesn't already know about this is something that they can learn yeah you know so i'm really happy you guys are talking about this yeah i mean 100 percent. i i feel more i feel differently about this about that though i feel that you know i don't call myself african-american i just can't i always i always say that i'm black because that's what I am. My culture is here in America and what we've built. Because right now we're in our infancy. We're still in our infancy as a, as a unity, as a community. Um, you know, we've created hip hop, jazz, you know, we Blues. do. We rock, have, rock and roll. Rock yeah. and roll. We yeah. have, we, we have culture. Yeah. Oh, we, and uh, dance and house dance. music. Exactly. True. Yeah. True. We have this culture, the food that we eat here and everything, that is us. You know, it is it is of African roots to a sense, but it has been so watered down over time that it is completely our own. And I love that about us. You know, I love that about our people because our fashion, our way, the way we talk even, 
you know, you know, they call it Ebonics or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the technical term is AAV, um, African American um, vernacular. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that is us. You know, we came up with shit like that. Sure. So. Sure. Um. Yeah. No. That's a. Uh, that was actually going to be like one of. The, that was one of the things that I was thinking about too. Like, you know, like technically, like. You know, a lot of our people are lost technically because yeah. Yeah. the yeah. roots, the the way that we even came here, and it's all just been meshed, just messed up. Yeah. And um, we've essentially had to start over and just create our own. True. And True. Um, I mean, like, fortunately, we've come to the point where we pretty much run popular culture. Oh yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we we. Are like we are the culture. Yeah. We move, you we, know, what is hot. We move fashion. Cool. We move what is cool. Yeah. The music. We move um, the music. I mean, like everyday speech. Um, just pretty much anything that's of like any value, really. I mean, like sure. it's really yeah. what we do first, and then everyone kind of follows suits. And um, yeah, no, I I think it's I, I I like what you were saying. Like I think it's dope that we. And we are very much a part of history. Oh, yeah. So 100%. what we get to say is, and this is actually something I was talking about somebody, with someone else. I think it's cool that we are in a generation, in a technology standpoint, that we get to see like shit like 3D printers making organs for people. Yeah. We get to see robotic, like fully robotic um, limbs. prosthetic yeah. limbs yeah. that are controlled by um, your actual brainwaves. Shit like that. That's going to be like the thing that we get to watch get perfected. And then there's going to be a time when we're old that that's going to be the norm. Um, but from a cultural standpoint, as black men, we get to watch us like completely like take over almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yep. we are our parents came in a time where hip hop was being created. Our grandparents came from a time where Motown literally just swept the just world started, under his yeah. feet. Yep. Um, before then, we had like the end of like Jim Crow and like the end of blah 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 blah. And you go all the way back, yeah. and like there's there's a there's a major like uh, improvement in each generation. And I think it's I think it's dope that for us and like what we get to see is you know what I mean like. J Jigga and, and Diddy being you know first black male billionaires and shit like that and like Oprah we're in the generation of watching Oprah mm -hmm. fucking take over the world a woman the first oh first black tripping first black president ever you yeah, see what I'm saying man. like we yeah. get to we are in the generation where we get to like tell you know the the people after us like oh well this is what our generation had to offer like this is what we grew up around yeah. you know what mm -hmm. I mean just how our grandparents used to be like. Oh yeah, like this is what we had to, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah, and I, I just look at it at positive light because it's like, I've always been an optimist in like everything that I do. So when it comes to this, I, I'm like, I'm almost excited to see what what's happens to come. Next. I can't. You wait. See what I'm saying? <laughs> and and I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I used to be an optimist. The, the, <laughs> the thing is, like, we're part of the the age of Obama, the age of Oprah. We're also the age of Trump. We're also the age sure. of everything that's happening now. And, and part of me, I feel like even though we do create these things, we don't always get the credit for it. So, like, um, I feel like eventually it's going to be a point where we don't know who invented rap. Like, I mean, do you know who invented rock? I mean, if you ask anyone on the street, 
there they is. would they would yeah. know that they wouldn't know about Muddy Waters or like oh, these sure. guys. Yeah. Like I mean, or Robert Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like who would know? Like you would say the People Beatles. Would say you would Elvis. you would say Elvis. the Beatles. You would say Elvis. You would okay. say the Rolling Stones. You don't even know the Rolling Stones took their name from a Muddy's Waters song. Like exactly. you, it's just so. Like I I used to be so optimistic. I promise mm. I used to be optimistic. I'm not that way no more. Life has made me a bitter a bitter pessimistic <laughs> person, but. Like, um, I, I do love what you guys are saying, and that does give me some light of hope in my cold, dark, dark heart like, sure. that things may be better. Maybe. And, and, and I, I hope you guys are right. And, and uh, I'm going to I really do. I hope you guys are right. And I hope that all these things happen. And yeah, man, that's the little I think optimism. I, OK, I'm going to be the optimism in your life right now. Try. I think Warm my heart. honestly, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This is going to sound like maybe ridiculous. I've learned a lot of where stuff originates from because of social media. Yeah. Because people bring stuff to light. Like, they're not teaching us these things in school. Yeah. They're not. That's 100% true. You know? And I, why do I have to learn from freaking, like, I'm just going to Joe Budden like that. You know what I mean? Like, why do I have to learn from someone else that where rock originated from, where anything originated from? Like, you know, there's, like, pictures that even pop up. I mean, I'm not going to... This is going to get controversial, so I'm not going to go there. But there's, like, a lot of things that pop up that you're like, wait a second. That's not what I was taught my whole life. But it and it's true. And there's facts and there's articles and there's research being done. Mm-hmm. So to be that optimism in your life, like, I think that if at some point it's going to get to where we, we really uncover the truth. And we are slowly because things are coming up where people are actually putting this into thought. And the racists are never going to admit it. They're always going to be, you know, like, no, God, no. Like, Trump is going to continue to say that he's the one that brought the economy where it is right now. And we all know it's bullshit. But, you know, you're always going to have those people. But everything's coming to light. I am Killmonger. Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, no, I just want to add to that. It's it's very hard now for things to just kind of like... For you to just say something and then, like, no one fact check it. Like our president. <laughs> oh, yeah. <everything's> <laughs> See what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think um, I think it's, like, it's, like, one of those things where um, I feel like with me being an optimist again, that's why, I, that's one of the positives of having a social media and stuff like that. It can get very crazy and it could go left very oh, fucking, yeah. Yeah. Very oh, yeah. fucking quick. And it, mm-hmm. it makes me angry sometimes. But I stop letting it because it's just like, it is what it is. But you, you re- we really do have way more power and way more knowledge than we ever have. Or, well, yeah. maybe not way more knowledge, but way more access yeah. to acquire knowledge yeah. mm-hmm. and information. True. You see what I'm saying? So... I understand pessimism now because, again, this is new. Yeah. So, like, this is why I'm saying, like, I get excited because it only gets really better from here. Like, um, with, um, I don't know, like, there's going to be in five years something that's going to blow everything out of the water as far as information and technology that's going to just, like, erase all the bullshit that we had before. And that, that happens constantly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... There's, there's, there's always going to be something better that's going to make society better for us. And since we live in, you know, America, we're going to be like. 
Alright, Gambino is a mastermind. Fuck a bitch to pass the time. Mass appeal, orange rind, smoke your green. I'm spending mine. The beat is which is brew. But beware, this shit is potent. E.E. coming on her face. Now there's poetry in motion. Yeah, Gambino make it work. On the boss move something. Yeah, this cool fucking suits me. Swag too, but and yeah, these girls be acting crazy when they're dancing black swan. I ain't fucking at the club. Put your clothes back on. Yeah, this beat is a disaster. 9-11, this track. Rappers wanna battle me. I have to marry it's back. My click make that dinero, so it's time to meet the fuckers. I am running this bitch. You are just a dog walker. Leaving with your girl when we last seen each other. Yeah, you fucking with the baddest like we tag team Rihanna. Black girl on her knees. She don't want to come near me. And my dick is too big. There's a big bang theory. Got a picture in my iPhone. What do y'all think? Why y'all niggas messed up? Ain't up in the area. Yo, okay. Um, first off, I gotta say that song was trash. Childish Gambino oh, rapping is trash. No, I hate Childish Gambino no. rapping. You're in the trash I, I, I could, I could oh literally give a fuck. He didn't get tight until he started singing. Um, wow. <laughs> wow. Not true, by the way. Yeah, I, I, so I respect him so much, other than his rapping. I think. So you don't respect him. I, <laughs> <laughs> You're not no, showing any respect was, right now. I thought he was tight on Community. I think he's a. I, I, I even fuck with that stand up that he did. Like the stand up was dope. But nigga, he's obviously he, a good actor. But is he? Um, are you watching ATL? Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Oh, yeah. No, I love it. Alligator man. Okay. No, like literally everything that he does is set for rap. Oh, I respect. No. I can't. I I can't. Oh, I don't. No. I don't fuck with him. But you don't. But he listens to. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, man. That that R and B song. You know, we heard that shit. That shit was, was crazy. Like, it hit your soul, didn't it? That's right. Did yeah. It, did yeah. It, yeah. It hit the soul. Did it make you think like? This is how my parents felt. Yeah. When they yeah, when they man. first heard like disco and shit. I'm about like that, to make right? a son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to have a baby tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh my oh gosh. My yeah. No, yeah, no. I yeah, no, nah, I don't really fuck with him. But anyways. Um <laughs> it's, a fu- it's a funny topic. Okay, so uh you ever have a uh, pregnancy scare? You ever shoot a girl's club up? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Why yes, Mark, I have. <laughs> Why yes, uh, <laughs> and it's the scariest feeling you can ever have in your life, it, especially when you're when you're young. So you you actually had a pregnancy scare? Yes, or? man. Oh, oh my god, yes, okay. bro. So, oh my gosh, and listen to the Anthony X podcast. I might talk about it. <laughs> Anthony X story time with Anthony Sorry, X on YouTube. Uh, shameless plug. Shameless plug. Um, so, dude, all right, nineteen years old. Mm. Nineteen years old. I, I'm in college, bro. Like, I, I cannot get anybody pregnant. I am broke. Like, y'all remember my car. That was broke. <laughs> yes. It was broke. We saw it. So, <laughs> so I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Like, um, and, you know, I, I ain't going to go into details, but something broke that shouldn't have broke. <laughs> it, it broke. And, um, oh, my gosh, like, the, my heart dropped at that moment like i can't imagine anything scarier than that i said oh my gosh it broke <laughs> oh my gosh it broke just and, like that yeah like i'm like and and you and you think of everything you think of like everything that could happen in your life if this if you have a baby it right flashes now forward, right yeah. oh yeah your life flashes forward <laughs> yes. and um i remember just sitting in class and uh 
the, her period hasn't come. It hadn't come yet. Oh, and damn. and and I'm just like, oh my gosh! Like I, we we <laughs> took the Plan B pill. We did all that right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I'm not going to go into too hey, many details. There's no 100 percent no on that. It, shit. Exactly. Yeah, that's it, in that moment, all you have to do is just hope it worked. You yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you don't know you don't know if it worked. You hope it worked. It's, it's a prayer. You can do. <laughs> yeah. It is you, literally a prayer. And, and, and I'm sitting in class, and um, and I'm just like, oh, like it's late. I don't know what to do. And um, that was like the saddest, like most. Empty. I can't even go to sleep at night. I can't concentrate in class. I think my grades went down at that point. I started losing. Yes, <laughs> my hair started falling out. Like, everything started happening like differently in my life because I'm like, oh, like this is the most irresponsible thing. I was praying, please don't let this happen. And um, when you know she texted me that it came, like that was the, the joyous, the most joyous feeling you could yeah! feel. But, but at that moment, between that time, between it breaking and between me getting that last text, it was, it was stressful. It was, it was stressful. I, I couldn't even, I couldn't sleep, I couldn't eat, I couldn't concentrate. That's the most stressful feeling in the world. It, it made me think it, it's not worth it to even have sex. Like, what's the point? What's the point? You said, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm a monk now. But until, until she got naked again. And then, and then that went out the way. All right, all right. All right. Yeah, it's worth the risk. <laughs> oh my goodness! Fuck everything yeah. I just learned. <laughs> I've been living in Las Vegas for too long. <laughs> Gamble away, roll the yeah. dice, roll the dice, straight sevens. It's Vegas. What about you, J. Kel? Uh, shit. I guess it was my first time after I like after I lost my virginity. Oh, oh, oh my god! You talk about that's fear. everyone's fear. <laughs> no, that's. Fear. That's everyone's fear. Yo, that so, is fear. I think oh. I think Jamarion remembers. I okay, so like with my with my girl at the time, you know, we're in our house. We I'm hitting it. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Oh and you know, I'm making sure I'm wearing my Jimmy hat. My dad taught me right, <laughs> KRS one. <laughs> so I'm you know, it's going in like I'm like, all right, shit, you know, this feels good. It's your first time. Yeah, you know, it like, is oh, what it is. This is great. <laughs> this yeah. is what it's like. This, oh, is, okay. this is amazing. Yeah. I like, I like this place. I like, yeah. I think I'm going to stay here. I want to play <laughs> I want to play this video game for the rest of my yeah, life yeah, yeah, right yeah, now. Exactly. I like this game. This game is good. <laughs> so, you know, and, you know, we finish, you know, and I'm leaving her place. I kiss her, you know, and I call my boy. You know, me and Jamarian are close, 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 close friends. We, you know, I've known him since eighth grade. You know, I would say my my closest, dearest friend. Preschool, bro. <laughs> yeah, smart start. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I call him up and, you know, I'm just saying, you know, I tell him I smash. He's proud for it. I'm happy for you. <laughs> he's, 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 proud, he's proud for his boy, you know, but then I'm in the back of my head like, yo, I hope she don't get pregnant. Like, uh, like that's the realization that came, that hit me next was like, oh, fuck, you know, that was fucking amazing, bro. But then it was like a wall hit me. It was like, yo, she could get pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, That's what I learned. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like. That's how babies are and made. I'm, yeah. And I'm not even trying to be <laughs> like, like, I'm not even trying to be like racist or anything like that. But, uh, oh, you know, Hispanic women are a little bit more fertile. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where this was going. So, I knew where this was going. So, <laughs> so she got six brothers and sisters, <laughs> and you know, and she and she ain't she on, got, she ain't on the pill. Oh, she got thirty cousins. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, and, got oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> she got ten aunts and uncles. 
So, you know, like, that, that shit is now running through my mind at 15. Like, oh, shit. Like, just like you, bro, like, Jamaria, I had everything flash forward. I was like, I saw the birth, the first day of school. I saw my fucking daughter's quinceanera. <laughs> I was walking her down the aisle, and she was taking care of my old ass at the end. Like, I saw all of that, and it was happiness. But, man, I didn't want to start that. Yeah, you want to get that. Not now. I got Happiness sh- can wait. Exactly. Exactly. Yo, that's a but, yeah, uh, that was my pregnancy scare. And, Jesus. I mean, I got I could hit another one, but damn, bro. What about you, Mark? But like, okay, so <laughs> I just want to point out real quick that if you have to say that you're not trying to be racist, you're being racist. <laughs> it's usually racist. It's usually racist. <laughs> but am I wrong? <laughs> yes, yes, that's a stereotype. Oh, I got ten kids right now. Yeah, but I understand. <laughs> Stop. Oh my god! I didn't want to put that on there. Oh, okay. So like, it didn't. Okay, my story is a little funny. All right, I'm waiting for this. Okay, so okay, so this is what happened. It was like I had some um, some relations with this young lady. And, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, how young? Like, uh, <laughs> I have relations. Um, we were the same age. Okay, okay, okay. okay. How old Man, y'all got me all started all wrong. We started all over again. No, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. He's blushing. No. <laughs> <laughs> how old are you? <clears throat> See, I, I don't want to. I don't want to say because then Dish. people would know who it is. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't matter. I don't want to. I don't want to say that. No age. If I if I give an age, then you know what I mean. I'll, I'll I'll do it off off okay, off, off podcast. Line. Got it. Okay. He All right. So anyways, age. yeah, we were the same age, so okay. it doesn't matter when it was. But I'm just saying, like, as Continue. soon as I say it, you'll know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Consensual. Well, you'll know at least. Okay. All right. So anyways, so we were. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is okay. So this is kind of stupid. All right. So this is what happened. <laughs> we okay, so we were trying to get a nap in before we went out that night, and we were in a hotel. Okay, all right, and so this is what happened was we were sharing a hotel with one of her friends, so we were all trying to get a nap in. So her friend was in the other bed, and then we were in one bed, and oh, we, were all, we were all trying to get a nap in. Oh, so this is what happened: yeah. is like her friend fell asleep too quick. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so we were like. All right, we only got a little bit of time to do this, so we were like, okay, cool. So mind you, we were trying to be as quiet as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It didn't work, but anyways, we were trying to be <laughs> as quiet as possible. So we're like anything, like we're kind of like helping each other out, but we're whispering. Okay, if you know me, you know I'm kind of hard at hearing. Like I can't hear <laughs> shit. Like I got my music on too loud. I'm gonna be honest. Um, so she kind of like. <laughs> She said something to my ear, which I swear to God, this is what I thought she said. I thought she said, don't finish in the sheets. Finish oh. in me. Oh. So and you were I so happy. Like, so I, the first thing I thought was like, yes. okay, well, that's a little weird. But then I was like, oh, you know what? Because we're going to sleep here tonight. She probably doesn't want me to like bust all over these sheets. We're gonna be sleeping in that. Like I, I'm thinking, like, oh, you know what? That makes kind of a little bit of sense. You you want to rationalize that? I was, I was like, I yeah, I guess I could do that. <laughs> this all happened but, in like, a matter of a second. And then mind you, like, I'm just assuming that she's on something. Like I'm just like, if she's saying this in my ear, then she must be taking care of it on the back end. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna argue with that. And I'm not, I'm not gonna stop this Don't train. Me with a good time. <laughs> So I was like, all right, cool. So let's get let's get with the shit. 
So this is what happens. It comes down to the time, the grand finale, and boom, boom, boom. I do what I got to do, and I'm like, oh, hey. So that's it. <laughs> boom, so boom, that, boom, 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 boom. Um, so she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I, I, did, uh, what you, I did what you said. Oh, no. She was like, no, 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 no. Not in me. In the sheets. I'm like, oh, oh no. Let's see how my oh. penis works in. Oh. <laughs> I thought you said not in the sheets. He was like, why would I say not in the Well, because I thought, I, I was figured that you didn't want to get them dirty because we're going to sleep there tonight. It's like, no, not at all. I don't care about that. So I'm like, oh, no. Oh, man. I've never run to Walgreens to get a plan B so fast in my life. I... <laughs> I got, oh my <laughs> I got my motherfucking car. I was, I was like, I'll give, give me 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Picked up what I had to pick up. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that there... See, and this is another thing. I didn't know that there was like a like a great value version of a plan B. Because oh, like, there was one that... Fuck no. Okay. 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 <laughs> I was like, oh my God. You pay extra. Yeah, was one, that was, there was one that was 50 and then there was one that was like 18. I was yeah. like, get the fuck out of here. That's not an option, ma'am. Yeah. Give me the 50, please. Ma'am. I'll take two, please. Yeah. I, yeah. That 100 is worth, is worth it, all right? So we took care of well, you know, what we had to take care of. And then it was just a waiting game. Because yeah. also in that moment, I learned that they don't always work. So I was like, okay. Um... So yeah, I for the next Nothing two weeks. Nothing is one hundred percent effective. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I didn't know that. Uh, for the next two weeks, I stayed in my room, uh, smoking cigarettes, <laughs> just next to the phone, just waiting for it to ring, just waiting for it to yeah. ring, and then I got the call, and then uh, how happy were you today? Today I'm not a daddy, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> I paid off. And you know the crazy thing about that is like one time. So I mean, I have multiple. <laughs> <Scary>. <laughs> Let's just say I had uh, multiple. I played this game many times before, <laughs> and I beat it. Exactly. So. They still have no kids. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm winning the odds right yeah. now. But like, what happened is I went to Walgreens, right? Yeah. And I said, hey, I need the Plan B pills. Like, I need this now. She gave me one. And I yeah. said, wait, this isn't Plan B. This is something else. Like, I don't know what this is called. I went home and to Google everything about this pill. Yeah. It was something wrong. It, it was not the plan B. It was like less effective. I don't know, man, but it wasn't the plan B. She gave you plan D. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I went all, all the resources. This might work. This is a 50 50. Give it really. a try. Like, it was yeah. something crazy. Uh, I, I went. I took that back to Walmart. I mean, Walgreens. I said, hey, I bought this for my friend. I, I, you had I, to lie. You I, had I had to lie. I said, hey, my lied. friend, she's being so irresponsible. I'm going gonna, I'm I'm gonna to so give this sorry. back to you. I went to Target and I got the plan B pill, right? So it's locked in the thing where you actually have to get it yeah. like so i went to the pharmacy i said hey uh like can you you know can you open this for me like i need to buy this now i need yeah. to buy this <laughs> so um she opened it for me she's eyeing me like i i don't like the judgment like nah for real yeah. that's she, fucked up yeah man like i'm, I'm trying to be responsible that's yeah, why exa- i'm here exactly. right now i did exactly. something irresponsible now i'm here to be responsible to make up for that it's 20 something and so I, this is my plan B, right? So, uh, so like, um, it, I mean, it's just the waiting game. That's the that's the most like nerve wracking part. Because yeah. like everything else is fun leading up to the point where you make the mistake and and then like you're waiting, you're waiting, and that's like the scariest thing in the world. That, All fun and games till someone gets pregnant. Exactly. <laughs> For real. Exactly. That shit is scary. I, I'm still like you know. I spend too much money on reckless stuff to have a kid. Right now. Like, I bought two pairs of shoes this week. I, 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 I bought like a hundred and 
$60 hoodie. Like, I'm spending my money on dumb stuff. I want to continue doing this for yeah, a couple exactly. more years. So, I can't have kids. I can't have kids right now. Don't blame That's me. That's funny. You know, um, that is kind of funny, like, how they have, like, condoms and Plan Bs, like, locked up and protected. Yeah. With, with anything, that should be the thing that we still... <laughs> if anything, they need to have that right by the door, if anything. Like, exactly. That, that should be okay but to hold on. I would rather have that shit locked up. Because motherfuckers out here trying to poke holes in shit. Oh, <laughs> no. That's, that's a very true. good point. That's that a fucked up game that yeah. people like. See? They, they're locking it up for our safety. Like, for you're, our you're safety. right. You're right. I love you're right. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that's so, the scariest thing I can no, have. I'd yeah, much yeah. rather have condoms all right, locked cool. up. All right, thank you, Walgreens. <laughs> thank, thank you for Walgreens. helping You're the real MVP for figuring that out. I appreciate it. They got the plan Bs in a lockbox. People switching it out with sugar pills. Exactly. Exactly. And that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> Let's be real. Are you checking the rapper in the moment? No. In the heat of the moment? No. No. I just need to get someone as fast it's as just like, no, no, no. It's just like in the wood when they were practicing how to yeah, open exactly. up a rapper. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. But the craziest thing is, like, when you do buy these condoms, like, I start going to Walmart, and now I'm, like, kind of regretting it because Walmart, like, it's not wrapped up. Yeah. So, and I want to, I don't like the judgment. That's what I'm, like, I don't like the, how they look weird. at it. Yeah. I, I hate that, like, they try to make they try to make it seem like it's such an embarrassing thing to yeah. go do. And I'm like, no, like, yeah, I was kind of irresponsible, but I'm trying to be responsible. I was trying you to pop some cheeks. Like, that. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and like, what? Clap some cheeks. That's what I'm trying blah, to do. Blah, blah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man, that's funny, though. Um, man. <laughs> That's, it's, it's, the truth, it's the way he that said it. I was, I was trying to clap some. T- you are. <laughs> he was so innocent. And, and I don't want to be judged for that. That's all. That's Jesus it. Christ. <laughs> I can get up for this. Yeah. Astro. I get so yeah. hyped with this song. Yeah. Hey. Maybe in the morning I'll be like, she's in love with who I am. She's in love with who I am. Back in high school, I used to bust it to the dance. Yeah. Now I hit the FBO with duffels in my hands. Hey. I did half a Zan, 13 hours till I land. Had me out like a light, right? like a light, like a light. Slept through the flight, not for the night. 767, man, this shit got double bedroom, man. I still got scores to settle, man. I crept down the block, made a right, cut the lights, pay the price, yeah. Niggas think it's sweet. That shit wetty like I'm Shaq See the shots that I took Wet like I'm Book Wet like I'm Lizzie I be spinning valley circle blocks Till I'm busy Like where is he? No one seen him I'm trying to clean him She's in love with who I am Back in high school I used to bust it to the dance Now I hit the FBO with duffels in my hands I did half a Zan 13 hours till I land Had me out like a light 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 Damn man Oh 2018 went in That's crazy Yeah no for real 2018 Wow Sicko mode We all in sicko mode now That's it that's the segment. How we got into sicko mode. That's how I- <laughs> but uh, last topic, we wanted to finish it off on a on a different kind of note. Uh, we just wanted to um, we want to talk about a little bit of um, uh, personal growth, but specifically 
growth into our own uh, individual passions. Um, the three of us here, oh, excuse me, the four of us here, we all are very different people. We all have different things that make us tick, different things that we've gone through, different experiences and stuff like that. Um, uh, with that being said, like we're all friends, but we all have different, very, uh, very different lives. Um, so um, the passion that we each have in our, I guess, respective fields are different. So um, like I wanted to kind of like start off with uh, Jermaine, just kind of like tell me what you got going on. Like, uh, uh, so the past two years have been a ride. Um, yeah, the past two years has, have been a ride. It's um, <clears throat> a lot of ups, a lot of downs. Um, we're moving forward. Um, I've actually decided to make that jump into uh, to teaching, to education right now. And um, so I'm doing that. What, were, um, what was it before? Uh, before it was uh, definitely heavily into graphic design. You know, mm -hmm. I've been I was trying to find my way in that world, but it just doesn't work for me out here in Vegas. And, you know, you try to go to, to California, but there's all these different things that are in your way to stopping you, you know. The cost of living there is hard and, you know, finding jobs out there are even more, it's even more competition than there are out here. Um, I love graphic design, I love art, you know, I love photography, I, I love that shit, I live for that shit. Um, but I had to make that switch because I also wasn't feeling whole. Mm. Um, everything, everything I was doing at that point was selfish. It was me trying to, to, to see myself as this like, oh, you're gonna be this art director, you're gonna have this, this amount of money, and you're, you know, you're not gonna give a fuck. You, know, you can live the life that you always wanted to live. But at the cost of that, I was losing my connection with like family, mm. with my friends, um, you know, with my girl at the time, these things, you know, and just all of that, and not getting to the place where I wanted to be, you know, it brought me down. And it took me to that deep, dark place, and it took a lot to get out of it. Um, it took a lot of soul searching the past two years, like I've said, and you know, I found that it's funny because this this thing that my mom used to tell me all the time when I was a kid, she used to drop me off every single morning at Smart Start when I was five, six years old, <clears throat> early in the morning, like three o'clock. This was like an early daycare late daycare uh, system school. Um, but she used to sit me on her lap while we were driving, dangerous as fuck. I don't know why she was doing that. <laughs> but she used to whisper in my ear, what's your job? And I would tell her, my job is school. Mm -hmm. My job is education, you know, that's my job. She instilled in me at a young age that education is the only thing that's gonna make my life better. Yeah. And it's true. Being a black man in America, in the world, education is definitely key. Whether you get it the traditional way by going through school or whether you find it on your own. True. Um, so that's what I've decided to become and that's what I've been working on the past year, going through an, AR, an ARL program, which is an alternative route uh, to becoming a teacher. Um, basically finished up with that, just got to pass one last test, but you know, I want to be a teacher. I, I want to be 
that man, that black man, that uh, little black boys, brown boys, yellow boys, white boys, they see and they're like, oh, they, they, they connect that, oh, a black man can be a teacher. A black man can be my, uh, my dean, my principal, those different things. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm not stopping just here at, at just being a teacher. You know, my ultimate plan is, you know, the collegiate level, a dean of college, those, that's what I want to do because I see education as that, that key, that gateway to, better, to a better life for everyone, uh, regardless of how you find it. Um, so, you know, <clears throat> that is me becoming less selfish and becoming more selfless and my whole plan in life is to make people feel better than what I did. You know, as growing up as a kid, as a teenager, as a young, as a young man, you know, I want to make their days feel better. I want to make them see that, you know, they have a voice. Sure. That they, uh, that they are important, you know, because how many of us had black teachers? You know, very few. You, yeah, very few. I think I had two in my entire K through twelve. Um, you know, my favorite teacher is actually her. Her name was Mrs. Uchimafuna. She was my second grade, second grade teacher. Mm -hmm. Her husband is from Africa, and mm -hmm. but she's African American, right. and she was my favorite teacher because she was just she just made that class feel like family. Yeah. Like I would go into that class and it'd feel like home. Exactly, and and the only black teachers I ever had were female. Uh, like they, there, I didn't have yeah. any male black teachers. So, and I, you know, we've been talking about it all night, and you know, the importance of black male ro male role models, and that is, you know, it's key to our success moving forward. You know, as black men, us three here, you know, Jamarion, Mark, you know, and every black man that we know, or any man of color that we know. It is our duty to teach the younger generation, to be there, to guide them, and to show them, you know, a way. It doesn't, you know, it's our way, you know, it's the way we took, but at least they have an option and they can see, you know, the growth of like, okay, he put in all this work, this is where he got. Yeah. So, you know, that's my plan, that, that's my move. I'm just here to, you know, really be there. I think um, I think that's really dope, because uh, you you found a first off. So at twenty four, yep. you found a new passion mm -hmm. and a new career. But with that, it wasn't just um, it wasn't like on the surface level it would be a, a new job, a new career. But it's more than that because you found almost like peace in it. Yeah, you found um, selflessness. Mm -hmm. um, you found how you could better service others exactly. and future generations. And mm -hmm. not only that, but you still are just as ambitious with the previous passion. But in this way, you're going to help so much more and you're going to help yourself so much more. So um, that's what's I think that's what's really dope about when people find um, their true passions in life. Um, it does more for you than what people think that it does. Oh. Um, that's why uh, I think that that should just be everyone's journey, mm -hmm. no matter at what kind of stage in life you are. Um, and then don't be afraid to 
switch it up essentially yeah. because you had a major thing ha like you had major changes in your life and that changed too. You see what I'm saying? Like and you embraced it. I'm sure it was a little difficult at first, but you embraced it and now you look back and you're like I I love that I made this change. You know what yeah. I mean? And oh. you really see the value in it and the benefit and you're like next test I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna oh. kill this shit cuz like I I'm ready to get to the next step. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm ready to get to the future. So, um, I, yeah, no, that's really, really dope. That's and cool, um, that's, that's what cool. I would want people to kind of like understand that it's okay to have those things happen to you. It's okay to it's, fall. It's okay to fall. It's okay to fail. Um, it's okay to change minds. Yeah. Um, it's okay to leave something behind that, you know, just doesn't work for you anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. You had to have that realization, but now you look back and you f couldn't be fucking happier. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, People have to not be afraid of that. That's okay to do. You know what I mean? Exactly. And no matter how old you are, it's all right to change your mind. Oh, yeah. So, um... Shit. My five-year plan is that. Yeah. Right now. You know? And then I'll assess the next five years after that when I get to that point. You know, I love who I am now. Yeah. You know? And I think I'm on the road to becoming the man, the person that I need, needed to be or I needed in my life when I was younger. So, you know, everything's better. My relationships with, you know, my mother, my, 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 my father, my brothers and sisters are so much better. Um, should, my relationship with my friends have got, have, has gotten better. You know, even my, my love, my love life is so much better because of it. Sure. Because I know who I am, mm -hmm. finally, and I know what I offer. And you guys know, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Yep. Yeah. I love 100%. You know, I can't back that down. Yeah. It's, to tell me to back down my, my level of love is an insult to me. So I know that education is me being able to give my love, you know, my passion to... to kids to teenagers to the my peers as other teachers to administration and all of that i can officially give that back to the community because that's what i that's just who i am yeah. that's who my dad is that's who my mom is they taught me you know to love effortlessly and i love effortlessly so that's dope, bro. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's powerful shit. Oh that. my gosh. That, <laughs> no, that's that's so really podcast over. Um. Yeah, I know. Right? Where can we ever All go right. with that? We should end it with that. That was <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> that was freaking amazing, bro. Um. So now you're up next. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Can you top that? <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. I'm not gonna even try. Um. But like, my passion is a little different. So, um, like, I think anyone who knows me, especially in high school, I was the theater. I love theater. Yeah. I love singing. You I love told Jessica. Arts. I love the. I told Jessica I'm gonna be on American Idol yeah, one day. Did. Then they canceled it. <laughs> right when I was <laughs> about to do it. That's back. That was back. But um, I I love like just entertainment. I love art so freaking much. It's it's just a part of who I am. And um, I guess that leads to the frustration I feel right now because I'm not in it. Like um, I I feel like your passion makes you happy. Like Jermaine was saying, it makes you feel complete. It makes you feel passionate when you're actively chasing after your passion. Yep. 
And I feel right now I'm not actively doing that. And it's kind of, it's kind of making me unhappy mm-hmm. because like on the outside, people see, you know, oh, you got a good job. You got, you know, you, you went to school, you got a good job. You're, you know, I worked for the Senate for a while. You know, I work for Congress right now. And that's supposed to be a good thing, but I'm not happy with it. Right. And, um, you know, I'm happy that we're talking about this because I feel like your passion it gives you it gives you a brand new energy and a brand new life about yourself. Yeah. Like I, I I was just feeling stagnant for a while, and like the only thing to take me out of like the mood I was feeling is like the YouTube thing I created. And uh, and I'm not even plugging right now, but this gave me something else to do with being creative. Yep. It, it allows me to just outlet, and it, it just it, it lets me channel like who I am and channel what I think and channel my creativity into an outlet. And and that's what like, that's why I started making YouTube videos. That's why I start doing story time with Anthony X. It's just because I needed to do something creative because I was going insane. And I, and like, and uh, even now, like, I'm, I'm gonna have to quit my career. I'm gonna have to career, quit like, you know, what I'm doing right now because it's not making me happy. And, and I feel like happiness is the most important thing. It's, it's more important than money because like, think about this, like, I can buy all the crap. Like I talked about earlier in a podcast, I can talk about, I can buy all this crap. I can buy the shoes. I can buy the clothes. I got a brand new car. Like, and it's a beast. It's a monster. <laughs> but it, it doesn't make me happy. Yeah. The only thing that I think can make me happy is just doing this creative arts type of things. Like it's the only thing that can make me happy. This, the money I get from this cannot, it is, it doesn't make me happy. And, and, and you know how people always say money makes you happy. Uh, money doesn't bring happiness, right? And when I was in college, I'm like, no. Anybody who told me that in college, I was like, you better get out of my face because this car I'm, broke, this car I'm driving just broke on me again. Like My car just stopped on me for the fifth time this month. Money can make me so much happier. Yeah. I used to tell my girlfriend this all the time. Yeah. I would tell her, like, she would say, no, money can't. No, don't tell me that. Money can make me happy. Money is the only thing that can make me happy. That millennium yeah. check made me yeah, happy. Yeah, that, <laughs> that refund <laughs> check made me happy. But but like, it's, it's true. Like, no matter how much money I can get from this job, it does not make me happy. Sure. And, and, I, and I, I feel this unhappiness right now. And, and uh, like all this, like, I feel like I'm wasting my time doing all this stuff I hate. Like, I, I hate going to work every day. I hate waking up to do this. I hate it. And um, and I, I want to do something that can make me just happy to just go into something every day. And I, I don't feel that right now. And uh, and it's just because I'm not chasing my passion. I mean, I just got in reading The Alchemist. It's, I, like, I, I, I just my heart. and I just read that book again for like the fourth, third or fourth time. And mm. it's just because every time I read that book, I get this courage to chase my dream. Mm. to do what I've been wanting to do. I've been telling you guys I'm going to move to LA for the longest, <laughs> for the longest. And, um, and it hasn't happened yet. And that, and that brings the frustration that I feel just in life. And uh, it's tough. And, um, you know, like that, if I could tell anyone anything, it's just don't worry about what people say you should do. Don't worry about what people, who people say you should be because they don't know you. Like they don't know what's in your heart. Like, and and that's the crazy thing about it is uh, I allow people to say say oh no you should go to law school, oh no you should uh, you know you should take that senate job you should uh, take this job this is this fits you you should run for a political office 
the people who know me know that that's I, I can't even run for a political office. Like <laughs> that's your mask. <laughs> like that's yeah, it's, it's a that's, mask. It's it's true. It's that's, it's that's your bad it, man. That's it's your, a it's, like, it's a job. It's not what you yeah. want to do. Yeah, and it's not even it's it's more than just a job because it takes up so much of my time. Oh sure. And uh and it's just it it's sucks. A chore. It, yeah, it's a, it's a chore. Like I hate I hate going to work every morning, and um like I think it's time for me to like finally get rid of all the expectations that people have of me of who I should be or who I could be in their mind and go after what can make me happy and I, and I feel like that's more important than other people's expectations of me yeah. and um yeah I mean like that I think that's the only thing that can kind of bring a peace that Jermaine was talking about like that's the only thing that can bring that peace in my life is if I if I go after the passion that I have for life if I chase my uh my childhood dream of being in films and writing and singing i love singing i i, I make beats now i, I make songs <laughs> I, I do all this because it's the only thing that gives me some type of peace and some type of happiness yeah and i i feel like passion brings that in your life yeah it's, you you're you're finally ready to dive in and it's worth the risk right yeah it it totally is, um, and I'm all for it. I'm here to see you. I'm here to see your ride and your rise. You know, so do it. Yeah. Just man. you know, even if it, even if you calling me up and asking for, hey man, can can I get three hundred dollars <laughs> for this month's rent? Whatever you got to do. You know, I want to I want to see you there. I want to see you know Jamarion Williams. You know across the screen one day yeah. I want to be able to tell my tell my students you know to tell them like hey this is my best friend he made it yeah you know yeah I don't kids like you kids like us growing up you know how many times we were put down and say ah oh, you'll probably never play basketball professionally All the time. All the time. you'll probably sure. never play football you won't be a rapper or singer you know you should really just focus on your education I want you to focus on your education as a teacher, but I also want you to dream. Yeah. Because yeah. without your dreams, where's your happiness? Yeah. True. True. And it, it, it like it brings up the fact of like sometimes like I'm man, I'm gonna get really deep with this, but like sometimes you wake up and you don't wanna live. Like like that's like that's a crazy feeling to have. It's a crazy feeling to just be like, man, like would it matter? Like what like what am I lo what am I missing out on right now? Yeah. Like, like, am I just going to be working this, this job, like, uh, you know, an, another 30 years? Because if, if that's the option, I'd rather not. I'd yeah. rather not even move forward with life. Like, that's, it, that's crazy to even think that way. And uh, I'm not encouraging that, that way of thinking. It's, it's very dark and lonely. But it's, um, you know, it's just your happiness should always be important. And it should always take priority over what anyone thinks of you and what like what anybody thinks you should do with your life your happiness should take priority over all that yep. everybody's opinions I, I mean it just should mark and tanner talked about it in their their podcast you know their episode together Hap your your individual happiness is the most important thing it comes before anybody else um my parents tell me, you know, they used to tell me all the time, and my parents tell me a lot of shit, as y'all can see. <laughs> <laughs> my parents are on some philosophical shit. But um, my favorite thing that they always used to tell me was, um, how do you expect to take care of someone else if you can't take care of your own, well, yourself? Yeah. 
True. So you want you want you want the wife, you want the kids, you want to be, be the big CEO and all these different things, but how can you take care of them if you can't take care of yourself? Um, that's actually kind of funny that you said that because like going back to that pregnancy scare thing, <laughs> how are we going to raise kids when we kids ourselves? Exactly, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, that's kind of funny, but that's so true. you know, that, that <laughs> lesson go that covers a whole lot. It covers a yeah. whole lot of topics, yeah. but, um, uh, yeah, to kind of like respond to you, Jamarion, you know, definitely, I, I feel how, uh, Jermaine feels like I definitely want to, you know, see you, you know, follow whatever it is, um, that you truly feel in your heart is where you kind of belong. Um, it it sucks sometimes because you know that you're almost like, uh, it's almost like knowing that if you get behind the wheel of this car, you know that you're gonna crash. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah. damn, like I, I'm riding kind of good right now, but like I'm riding in the wrong direction. Yeah. And you wow. know, I gotta get out. You know what I mean? I gotta go get in that car and I gotta go through that wreck. But I'm going to be happier at the end of that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to get out from that, and I'm going to be stronger, and I'm going to be better. And I'm going to find, you know, what it is that makes me want to get up in the morning. Um, but it's risky. Yeah. And it, honestly, it kind of sucks. I mean, like, um, we live in a day and age of opportunity. And even, <laughs> like, with all the things that we could possibly do, there's still, um, I don't know. The, the way I see it is, is that when there's more opportunity, there's more opportunity to fail. So yeah. it's almost kind of scarier now because we want to do all of these things and we do want to follow our heart, but also we do have, you know, $1,200, rent to pay. And yeah. we also have, student you know, loans. New, we got student loans and we got cars and yeah. we got this and we got that. And things had to be get taken care of. And you know, like, um, I can speak for the three of us here. We all want the wife, the kids, yeah. the house, the, you know what I mean? The family and all that kind of stuff too. So we also got to be like, damn, I we kind of have to be prepared for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, whenever we, you know, we start to that. take that step yeah, true. and it's like, okay, but where is Jamari on time? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, what about personal happiness? Like we said, that's what, um, our biggest point was on that on that particular podcast was how how could we possibly give someone like put someone else in the position to be happy and to succeed if we're not happy and succeeding ourselves? True, and, and to piggyback off of that, like um, when I first worked for the Senate, right? Sure. Um, I started treating my girlfriend. I, I shouldn't have treated her the way I was treating her, mm -hmm. and it, it got to a point where she told me. Like, I don't like, like, you know, crying. I don't like the way you, you're talking to me lately. I don't like the way you, you're uh, putting me down lately. And I didn't even realize I was doing it. Like, I didn't even realize I was talking to her these ways. I'm, but I'm just, I feel this, like, frustration in my own life. And it, 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 to piggyback off your point, like, and to yours too, Jermaine, is like, how could I have treated her, um, you know, the way she should have been treated and the way she just deserved if I wasn't even happy with who I was exactly. at that point. And, um, and, and then, you know, I, I stopped working for a while with them in a political field. And uh, right before I got this job, she said, promise me it'll never get that way again. Yeah. You have to promise me that because if it does, you shouldn't even take the job. You're, you're fine. I was working with the school district. I was actually working with students. And uh, that was, that, that gave me some type of happiness. But 
she said if if you take this job and you get to that point again don't even take it like uh it's not worth it you weren't happy and i was like no it won't get to that point trust me and it's starting to get to that point and i'm yeah. not i'm not treating her like how i was like i i stopped that but i can still feel that like conflict in my own soul you know and it's, and, it's you know it's hurt people hurt people yeah yeah it yeah. always comes down to that you know you're hurting True. and the only way that you're gonna get through that is you know like like we're talking about finding your happiness. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I know you're not gonna hurt her. No, you know, no, no. You know you're not gonna hurt her. Yeah, exactly. Not my baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love Star. Yeah. Um, oh, we drop. Oh, sorry. <laughs> name name drop. Drop. no, it's all good. It's a positive. It's a positive. It's a She's gonna listen. It's a love one. She's gonna listen and be super happy. Exactly. We love you, Star. We love you. She made it to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Star. Um, yeah, no. Um, okay, so uh, I guess it's my turn. Definitely, uh, I will tell you to all of you guys and to, to you also, Jesse, definitely follow that shit. Like, it's, it's so easy nowadays to get caught up in whatever the fuck is going on. Um, we have a lot on our plate, and we're, we definitely are at that stage where we're like, we're young, but then we're like very aware of how old we're getting oh, also. Yes. So yeah. it's like a weird balance that we're kind of like trying to juggle and we have responsibilities, but we're also trying, we're also irresponsible and there's a, we're in a weird middle ground. You know what I mean? Um, the quarter life crisis, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's a weird time to be in, but um, you know, I, I always say it's never too late to to just do whatever the fuck you want. And mm -hmm. I'm actually looking forward to being much older than I am and also trying to hold on to that mentality as best I can. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I feel like it's counterproductive to, to think that you can only dream and you can only have passions realized and passions followed only in a very specific point in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, almost as if they expire. Like it, it, it's very counterproductive, and it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because like, if you, if you don't, if you don't follow your dreams or whatever, and then you're unhappy because of it, and then you're unhappy in the future because you didn't do it before, you're making yourself unhappy. Like it's, it, it's a vicious cycle, and you're doing that to yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I always say, don't even don't even consider age when you're when you're thinking about mentalities growing and progress and stuff like that because your life is it's limitless you know what i mean like sure. there there can be something that can happen to you tomorrow that can completely change it and you have to start over like from the very beginning so like does it matter how old you are then you know what i mean like it wow. yeah. it it, it literally doesn't matter you know what i mean so you just have to just literally Take it day by day. Yeah. And you have to, um, you just have to go whatever it is that truly does make you happy. Um, yeah. Look at all those people that we, we idolize. You know, a lot, of, a lot of them have started late. They started in their mid-30s. We got time. Yeah. Yeah. There's always time. There's always time. And then, you know, in extreme cases, sometimes it's even later than that. Yeah. But, yeah. It, but ultimately, it's always... However long it took to them to find whatever they were looking for, you know, 
you have to realize that they didn't give up yeah. up until that time. You know what I mean? Like, remember, there's a process to this shit. So, you know, uh, people get so caught up in the end game and the final result. Oh, well, now this person's famous. Good for him. But they forget about or they don't want to look at the 30 years of grinding, the 30 years of being broke or the 30 years of getting rejected over and over and over again or, um, you know what I mean, and failing or like or possibly getting opportunity, you know, early in life and then fucking it up. Yeah. Just not being as good as they thought they were, mm -hmm. but then having to pick themselves up, trying again or trying something different, changing your mind on what that passion is or whatever that career is going to be and shit like that. Those things happen, you know, yeah, no, but sure. it's always like just be your best self. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You make sure that you're you are the best person that you yourself can be. And then it doesn't matter what you end up falling into because you know that you're going to be all right. You know what I mean? True, true. And, um, the, and the thing that kind of gets me going, like keeps me going, right? It's, it's this one song lyric. My heroes have the heart to live the life I want to lead. Crazy. Nars Barkley. And, that's, that's, it, and it, it, it goes in my mind just because every person I respect, every person I, I look up to, like for a long time, this person was Kanye West, man. Like Kanye West inspired me to be courageous about mm -hmm. my goals and my dreams and my life sure he like I, I used to sit in my room and just listen to Kanye West like YouTube clips just him talking yeah like I, well I learned how to make beats I locked myself in a room five for five summers yeah. like you know like <laughs> you, you you think about these things and, and that keeps me going through like like I tell you guys like you know where I'm at right now it's not where I want to be sure. and, and and like I needed to hear this from you guys. Like, honestly, like, I'm so serious. It's making me feel so much better. And, um, and, and I just have to keep remembering, you know, Kanye making it through his struggle mm -hmm. and that quote from Norris Barkley and uh, crazy, like, my heroes have the heart to live the life I want to lead. Yeah. It's just that it's, it, it has to be like that. That's big facts, man. Um, yeah. Uh, I've, I've shared my story a couple times um, on the podcast, but, you know, Wherever, I don't know, it's just, it really resonates with me because I wouldn't be here without having to go through what I did. So, you know, like I went through not being, being completely lost, giving up on school, having terrible things happen to my family, uh, not having good relationships, um, like tons of things, um, fallouts with friends and all these kinds of things and um, just jobs that really weren't really doing anything for me. You know what I mean? Dead end jobs and stuff like that. Right. Minimum wage jobs. You know what I mean? Um, and just being stuck. And then trying to find something to kind of pull me out when it was like, nah, man, you have to pull yourself out. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like it's not going to be a girl that's not going to be a job you know what i mean if you're unhappy you're going to be un unhappy no matter where you are you know what i mean you have to pull yourself out of that and then you start to see things like very very differently so um and then like there was there were several times where i was trying to move um a lot of people don't know that but um uh, you know like aries does and stuff like that but like I was ready to, um, I had applied like for school several times. Like I even got into a couple places. I was ready to pack up and leave. I thought that, you know, like, I think that we all kind of go through that. Oh, if we move cities, then, yeah. Yeah. you know, things will change. 
it wouldn't have. And I thank God that I didn't do that because I just would have been fucked up. But over there, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it just would have been terrible over there. That's what would have. You see what I'm saying? A waste yeah. of money. You know what I mean? Yeah. So thank goodness I didn't go. You know, go through with that. But um, you know, honestly, it just it just took a lot of um, you know personal growth, and I had to start making moves and had to change my surroundings a little bit. Had to change a couple people around me, and um, eventually I got to like an okay space. But then. It's not over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. You reach that next stair step, and then it's like, okay, well, what else? Yep. What's the next move? You know what I mean? Um, my whole life, and it, it was weird because I, I don't know why I just never really listened to people around me, but um, my whole life, people have been saying, dude, you need to do something. You know what I mean? Like, you have a, you have a talent. You have a light. You have, a, you have energy. So there's something about you that really could be something, you know, big. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, guys, all right, you know what I mean? And I, I try to be humble, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want the, I didn't necessarily want the light shined on me because I was like, what about you guys? You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. you're good too, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I just, I guess I kind of had to be selfish for a little bit. Yeah. And like the last, uh, the last three years, I was like, you know what, I, why not? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what is really stopping me? Like, I looked in the mirror and I said, what is really making me not want to do a, a YouTube channel? Yeah. You know what I mean? Is it laziness? Am I procrastinating? Am I scared? Am I scared of what people are going to think? Um, am I not as good as I think I am? You know what I mean? Like, am I not as funny? Is it just the, my loved ones that are telling me that I have talent? But really, in reality, it's I have no talent at all. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, all these things are running through your head. And it's just like, it came to a point where it's just like, fuck it, man. You know what I mean? And I did, I've, I've, I feel like I've done a lot in the last three years to get to this point. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm really glad that I took the chance. Yeah. I took a chance and um, didn't really know what I was doing and all the things that I do. Um, but I was like, fuck it. Like, finally, it took me, you know, years, but I just said, fuck it. And I have bigger plans for the next five years, like you said. And I'm just going to get better every day. But none of this could have happened without, you know, me working on myself first. And then I got to a certain, you know, like level. And then I was like, okay, well, what's next? Now, now that I feel like I work myself up and I feel like I'm, I feel good within like my own skin. Now, how am I going to like, I don't know, like how am I going to make this shit even better? You know what I mean? Sure. Like how am I going to make the day to day life be, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm waking up to do. And I love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah that's just, uh, that, that was just my journey. We can't get complacent. Yeah. Basically what you're getting. Yeah. 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 Um, complacency it keeps you in that dark hole that place that you know i've gone through jamarion's gone through mark's gone through i'm sure jesse's gone through mm-hmm. a shitload of people that we know have gone through it sure um it's getting out of that and getting to that next level and like like i've been saying you know five years assess what did i do good what did i do wrong mm-hmm. okay all right boom 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 we're gonna make another we're gonna do this now okay but you know, if it's not five years, make it every year, you know, make it every month, but you should continue to push yourself till you get to where you need to be. I love what you're doing, Jamarion. You need to just stick with it. Just yeah. stay in there. Hell, 
drop a drop a video every other day. I don't care. Just get out it, there. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Um, you, yeah. you know, um, Mark, do two podcasts a week. Yeah. You know, I, I'd gladly come back. <laughs> oh, yeah, for right. sure. Yeah. So, but... Every, everybody's getting invites again, for sure. So, but we just have to keep doing this. Mm. And we have to keep making moves. And I'm always going to come back to it. We're young black men in America. Yeah. And we have to do extra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can't do what our white counterpart does at their level. We have to exceed that level. We have to go beyond it. Okay? And, and we will. Yeah, we will. Yeah. And, you know, we are, we're going to be pretty great. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I believe that. I believe that. And all of us. Definitely. We got a talented, uh, got a talented bunch here. Got talent. I, got a, I got a lot of talent in my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I look around, I, I like what I see. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> we got we're, a dream team over here. Yeah, we we right. we're gonna so, be living nice. Yeah. It's coming, it's coming. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that, that's a nice positive note to, uh, you know, to wrap that up. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Thank yeah, you, yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Anthony X, listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I was just singing. Everything. Real? Yeah, I was just singing. <laughs> I didn't even hear you. Um, Cause I was waiting to touch you to the homie over here. <laughs> your subconscious. Uh, there you go. Uh, so yeah, that uh, wraps Stop. it up. <laughs> yes. No. Oh my god. Is that real? Get the fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> that's real. Oh, yeah, that's shoot. real, bro. Man, Let me see that one more time. He's gonna be doing that. Oh my god. Are you stupid, <laughs> nigga. Three hours in. Oh my goodness. All right. So, anyways, yeah. Um, <laughs> he got that plug. Justin is stupid, man. <laughs> Wish y'all were here. Um, so yeah, uh, again, just I appreciate Jermaine and Jamarion coming through uh, GVGB, uh, blessing us with the uh, another good episode. Had some good talks, some uh, some real positive shit. Uh, I think that uh, I I don't know. I can't stress enough. If you notice where all of our episodes kind of turn to is, we always end up leading towards a positive way and uh you know what i mean like it's basically just go towards the light in your life you know what i mean uh with all the subjects that we can go to and all this kind of stuff and even if you guys notice like we've had very different people come up on the podcast but always end up ending the same that should tell you a lot about what we're saying you know what i mean or what we're trying to achieve that's the way to go you know what i mean like we're all going to have our struggles and we're all going to be fucked up sometimes you know what i mean we're all but we have to try to be the best person that we can be every day and uh we just gotta try to want better uh better from ourselves and from our surroundings so that we end up having a good future so um yeah i uh i wish uh, the best on everybody listening wish the best for you guys here and uh yeah thank you thank you thank you for having me (laughs) thanks for having us yeah of course of course now, uh, Jermaine's pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a, yeah, this is a good one. This is a good one. Wraps it up pretty nice. Uh, here we go.
just makes me so happy. <laughs> Still looks good. <laughs> I remember watching this, I'm like, what the fuck? I know, right? That's really how the joke was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was my first movie in a theater. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. That's crazy. Vivid memory. This just makes me feel warm. Like, it, it's just yeah. so warm. Yeah. <laughs> This is a tight car too. It really is. It's kind of tight.